And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? I don't think anyone can really afford buying a copy. Like, Screw it at home. I just fucking make it at my house. I don't fuck with that Starbucks shit. I don't know what the fucking order at Starbucks when I go. Like, I'm just like, give me a coffee. And then as soon as they hit me with, okay, well, what kind? I'm like, oh, god damn. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I usually get straight up black coffee. Yeah. Or, you know what? They have uh, salted hot chocolate there. I don't know. That's too fancy for me. If I want an energy, if I want energy, I don't drink coffee. I usually just eat. And do coke? No, I don't do coke. Not only uh, Ooh, yeah. special occasions. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> special occasions? When I can afford it. New Year's it. Eve? Tax time? New Year's time. Eve? Tax time, yeah. Because that shit is expensive. 9-11? 9-11? When I celebrate 9-11 by doing a fucking big ass rail like two, two lines, lines two lines going nine ways never forget <laughs> oh that said everybody it is the day after my birthday too so god damn oh that said everybody welcome to episode 23 <laughs> hopefully this isn't the cocaine episode but uh this episode we're going to be talking about wrestling yes it is macho man all those fools did all yeah, kinds of cocaine sure. all right yeah so brother so we got our pal anthony ochoa <laughs> from episode four you might remember him what's up what's up everybody how's and it going conspiracy world yeah so we took him out of the conspiracy world we're going to talk about our favorite subject wrestling if you don't like wrestling still listen to it we're going to convince you and art convinces us that we hate the rock so stay tuned oh yeah and the Shockmaster video is funny they call me the Shockmaster. <laughs> stay tuned for that Jaws 6, Fish Out of Water, dude. It's fucking dope. So is this he, a real movie? Yeah, he mutates. He gets legs. Wasn't that a cartoon like this? Street, I mean, he gets a street team. Sharks. He gets a fucking team of other sharks. Yeah, street sharks, dude. Yeah. I, sharks. I was so pissed off at that because I thought they were ninja, like trying to be ninja oh, turtles. Oh, fuck, dude. There were so many. In, in that time period. Um, Battletoads. Battletoads, whatever those rats were called. Uh-huh. Uh, street sharks. Like every fucking animal you can think of. They were fucking fighting crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was four of them. They're all buff as fuck. Mutated. Yeah, mutated pigeons. Buff as fuck pigeons. Yeah, they're just fucking conditioning us to hate blacks and Mexicans. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the bad guys are dark. I bet. Well, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. In some Ninja, form of capacity. Ninja Turtles, like, everyone Asian is bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Asian, you're bad. Yeah, that's what those cartoons were doing at the time, man. They're just getting us to hate yeah. people that weren't cool. Street sharks. Yeah. If you were yeah. a black, weren't white. If much. you weren't six foot six from yeah. Venice, California, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Yeah, it's a great transition, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Well, earlier you were saying <laughs> earlier you asked me about um, what was your first memory of Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. 
What was your first memory of wrestling? Dude, my first memory of wrestling is, okay, my dad, okay, my mom and dad never lived together, right? My, it was kind of embarrassing to say, but my mom was kind of my dad's sad story already. Sad. <laughs> oh, what a little side child or side piece or whatever. But anyway, so, like, I didn't know that at the time. So, like, my mom and dad didn't live together. So, when my dad would come over, like, he would just pop open a beer. And he always tell me, hey, Pelon, put on boxing. And so, like, I'd try, like, it'd be, like, Tuesday. Or, no, 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 it'd be, like, a, like a Saturday or something like that. Like, boxing wasn't on. And so, like, I would just be, like, I'd put on the, the closest thing to it, which was wrestling. And it'd either be, like, like WWF or WCW. And so, my dad hated WWF. He's, like... Hey, Pelon, turn off that cartoon shit. Because he hated Hulk Hogan. But this motherfucker loved fucking Ric Flair. So anytime, like, Ric Flair was on, my dad would get up and start wooing and shit. Start unbuttoning his shirt and shit. Start taking off his fucking work boots and shit. Like, his fucking <laughs> Ric Flair and shit. Woo! Yeah, so that was my first memory of wrestling right there. Just watching WCW and uh, with my dad. Um, I guess I have two. But the one where I actually started paying attention to, like, wrestlers were... Uh, was when I got uh, Warzone on Nintendo 64. I think it's called Warzone. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I think I got Warzone. Was on Nintendo 64? No Mercy? No, I think that it was... That was on PlayStation, wasn't it? No Warzone was... Uh, Mercy was... No Mercy was... Is that WCW? No Mercy was on, on Nintendo 64. Uh, Warzone was a game on PlayStation, I think. Sure? Am I? I don't fuck. I think it, I think you know it, what you're talking well, about. Well, <laughs> I, I got I got Warzone on on uh, on Nintendo 64, and it's the one with like uh, Stone Cold on the cover, and he's like half naked, he's holding the belt, <laughs> and it's just like okay, like it got it kind of got me like I. That's kind of what I base a lot of my knowledge of wrestling on is that video game, and like the characters that I like grew up and I love like. Characters that probably weren't even that popular. I talked to him about Ahmed Johnson all the time. because <laughs> Ahmed Johnson was, like, fucking dope. To me, like, whenever I play that game and I look at, like, the characters on there, like, I know The Rock's really popular, but I always view it, like, Ahmed Johnson as being better. He's just a better <laughs> fighter in that game. He's and, <laughs> way bigger, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, like... Real, real quick fact about that. Like, did you guys ever watch, like, the made-for-VH1 movie about MC Hammer's life? No, no. Okay, why? Did, why did you? First I know that. I know that. Didn't Romany Malco from fucking funny dude from forty old forty year old version play MC Hammer? Am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, yeah, he did actually. Yeah, but the guy who plays Suge Knight was Ahmed Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> just really fat. Yeah, he got like all depressed and shit, and got fat and played Suge Knight. No yeah, never heard from him after that. Dang, Suge. I seen this. Uh, did you know who posted? Did you post it? Someone posted this thing with Ahmed Johnson saying that, um, like, DX and uh, The Rock were going around saying, like, the N-word backstage. And, like, he, like he was, and The Rock was fine with him saying that shit, with them saying the N-word and whatnot. Yeah. And according to Ahmed Johnson, like, they were talking to the, like, they were asking, DX was asking The Rock, hey, did you, you are you cool with us saying that shit? And, and The Rock was like, no, it's fine. Uh, my dad's not even Rocky Johnson. It's another white dude. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like used to be, like lived next to them or some shit. Oh wow. Yeah, like according to Ahmed Johnson, this was fucking. And then that uh, Ahmed Johnson fucking like confronted the Rock over that and was like, "Why are you disrespecting your fucking oh, you dad know like what? that?" I did, did you post, post that? that. I did post that because it was on like it was a question on Bruce Pritchard's show. Yeah. And Bruce Pritchard was like, he's like, first of all, if Ahmed Johnson ever went up to the Rock, the Rock would literally lay the smackdown on him. And he goes. 
first thing and then the second thing you need to know anything that comes out of Ahmed Johnson's mouth is like gonna be fucking half of it's gonna be a lie anyway he goes Barack would never say that some white dude was his dad or anything yeah. like that yeah so I remember yeah I remember that but I guess like that's the reason why he doesn't he never he doesn't like do anything with wrestling anymore because he's like blackballed like he's like below Virgil status like on like the blackball list or whatever Probably because he fucking called out the Rock for saying that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't get that. Uh, so like, I've never had this love for the Rock. I always think of the Rock is like, I could see that. Like when I, when I right now when you're telling me that story, I didn't know it was gonna end, but I was like, yeah, dude, Uncle, like he, um, the Rock has that Uncle Tom vibe to him. Where he's just like, I think he's more in, in touch with his like Samoan heritage because like he was never really around his dad, who the Soul Man Rocky Johnson or whatever. But like, yeah, like every time you see the Rock, he's always got like some you know like tribal Samoan tattoos. Like he's he actually got blessed like as a like a, a high chief in Hawaii or whatever and like fucking uh, he always talks about his grandfather high chief Peter Maivia and all that stuff so I, he's just like he's like more of a mom's boy like his mom like uh, makes sense yeah so he's like more in touch with his Samoan heritage or whatever so he got nominated for an image award right? really yeah BT image award or, or I think it's isn't it NWAC NWACP image award for best actor oh okay yeah from Ballers Oh, that's a good show. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Well, speaking of which, Ballers, what was your first <laughs> Of wrestling? Yeah. Um, I used to watch it with my dad when I was a kid, because he, yeah. he, he, that's what he told me. I don't fucking remember, honestly. Like, even right. back then, in the, back in the day when I was a kid, I remember watching it. Um, like, when Hulk Hogan shit was running wild. <laughs> when Hulkamania was running yeah. wild, brother. But my uh, earliest memories, actually, when fucking... Stone Cold beat the shit out of Bret Hart in the ambulance. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's like 1996, 1997. That was literally 96. like... I think that was right after he fucking went to Brian Pillman's house with a pistol and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold was a shit back then, man. Dude, hell yeah. I do I do like Stone Cold. But yeah, that was my earliest memory. Yeah. That's one thing I don't understand. And I think... I'm coming at this episode from like a total outsider's perspective. Because you guys are like both big wrestling oh, fans, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I know I I know wrestling games and I know wrestlers. And one of the things that I've always loved is like, I like Stone Cold. I like guys like Mankind. I like Ric Flair. I like, like there's certain wrestlers I think are kind of cool. And then there's wrestlers that I don't get what makes them cool. Like, I don't get what makes The Rock cool. Like, I've never heard him say anything cool or clever oh, or anything. shit, dude. We're going to sit down and watch some YouTube videos. No, I mean, no, I've seen people, like, posting that. I'm just like, that's dumb. Like, I, I just think, like, a lot of times I, I think it's just like, that's dumb. But, like, the thing that makes, like, like that shit where you said, like, Stone Cold showed up to some dude's house with a pistol. Like, that's <laughs> fucking badass. Like, and that's what makes it, okay, because at this time when Stone Cold was getting popular, dude, like... Like, the biggest thing in wrestling, like, for years, like, was Hulk Hogan, right? Like, even Grandma's, Fuck like... Hulk Hogan. I hate... Uh, that dude... But it just sets it up, though. Like, nothing at that time was bigger than Hulk Hogan. Steve Austin was so badass because Hulk Hogan was, like, the ultimate... Like, he was literally, like, trying to be, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, everything that was cool about the 80s all wrapped up into one. Yeah. And, like, Stone Cold was just, like, the antithesis to that because... Complete opposite. That yeah. Shit. That's what he based his shit on. Like, yeah. to be the opposite of that. Yeah, opposite of Hulk Hogan. Well, Hulk Hogan, because he even made fun of him. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. In ECW, that's how he came in. He got fired from WCW. That was like one of his biggest fucking gripes too. And then he went to ECW to cut promos, and he would just show up like as the Steve 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 Mania or some shit. He was just doing <laughs> a Hulk Hogan impression and be yeah. all and just yeah. talking shit about fucking Hogan. Oh man, I, I think I think I showed you that video of like Killer Mike from Run the Jewels, and he's talking about how he hates 
Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, he's fucking right. Like, he's a fucking, like, lie. And that's why he brings up Ric Flair. Like, Ric Flair was all about women and, like... He was honest about his shit. Yeah, and it was like, dude, he's right. Like, Ric Flair is fucking badass. Like, Did you guys like, watch the 30 for 30? Oh, yeah. No, no, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, it's watch it. really good, dude. It's sh- really good. I should have watched that as in, like, preparation. It'll probably get you into wrestling. Like, back into it, man. Yeah. That's how good it is. Like, true, no joke. Like, there's one of the podcasts I listen to is uh, Brendan Schaub's podcast, The Fighter and the Kid. And he has another one, too, called The Big Brown Breakdown. And literally, like, for, like, two weeks after, like, that shit premiered, that's all he could talk about. was like, dude, I haven't been this much into wrestling since I was 13 years old. And, like, he's, like, our age or whatever. And he was just like, man, the other day I was on Amazon and I bought an Ultimate Warrior shirt. I don't fucking know anything about the Ultimate Warrior. All I know is it fucking looks cool as shit. But, like, he goes, Ric Flair got me back into wrestling or whatever. I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah, no, I it's... swear to God. To me, like, WWF, you like, should. they have, like, their own... Like, Ric Flair DVD that came out, like, maybe, like, eight, nine years ago or whatever. That one's really good. But this one's really good because it gets more into his personal life. Like, it kind of, like, skims over his, like, wrestling career, but it gets more into his personal life. Like, where, like, his dilemma was, like, he lived the gimmick too much. Like, because everybody's gimmick is basically them just turned up to 11. And, like, his, like, was always turned on to 11. So, like, he was, like, he fell in love with being on the road. And he had, like, like three or four kids and, like, a wife or whatever. warrior? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hawk and Annie. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, I guess or like Mel he Gibson. <laughs> yeah. <I was> talking- <laughs> so he didn't, like he was married and had kids, right? And so Tom Hardy like, for you, you fucking Tom Hardy lover, dude. Tom Hardy is a fucking Tom handsome man. Tom Hardy needs to play 007. Start the petition right now. Nah, it should be um, Daniel Craig forever. Oh, are you serious? He needs to stop doing that and go make Dragon, Dragon Tattoo. Tattoo Girl That Kicked the Hornet's Nest. Right I heard now. that everyone hated the fact that they even remade those movies. I loved it. Because it was already like a fucking series that was on Netflix already. I love, I love everything David Lynch does. David Fincher? Ah, oh, sorry. David Fincher, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Good, good, good. Have you watched... Oh, you, you talk about it on, your, on this show. Mindhunter? Mindhunter, yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I want to. Oh, I love my other. I started that shit, but like I got more into like Stranger Things, so like I like veered off. I, I'll really quickly. I don't want to beard off, like get off topic too much right yeah, now. You already have like the, yeah. <laughs> this, this dude a couple of days ago he was telling me how like every episode of uh, Stranger Things is really good, except for the one episode that they go to Chicago. Yeah. The entire time I was watching that episode where she goes to Chicago. I was like, God damn! I can't wait for this episode to end. Yeah, like I was just like, I'm just getting through this because hopefully there's like a moment at the end where like something cool happens. The only thing I can think of is like it's setting up something for season three. I think that they might try to pull off like a spinoff show with that other girl or some bullshit. But I was just like, man, I haven't finished the season yet. But that episode was a waste of time. Yeah, can't get into that show, man. Eh. I tried watching it like three times. I think I've watched the first episode like twice. I might have watched an entire season. I don't know. Oh, wow. I can't remember. But if you don't remember, then, yeah. but there's no there's no reason to start then. But it's like all it's all shit that I'm into, you know, kind of. Like I don't remember the eighties nostalgia, the music and shit. Like like even that fucking band that scored the the show. Yeah. Survive. Like I was into those dudes because of the guests. Did you guys ever watch that yeah. movie? Yeah. Like they did like some of their songs were on that movie. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't know. It's boring to me. <laughs> and I read something where they're just pretty much like copying everything from the eighties. Yeah, that's all they're doing. To me, it reminds me of ET. Like that's yeah. what I did because I I'm a big ET fan. So. One thing um, they did like this really cool nod to. It's not even an eighties thing, but they did Resident Evil Two, 
the I don't know the, the, the dogs. Music, the dogs or whatever. Yeah. That scene where like he's like trying to walk them through the whole thing or whatever. That's straight up from Resident Evil Two. And I loved it. They weren't even trying to hide it. The part where it's like, get in the closet. Like, that part of it, it was amazing. It was like a shot-for-shot Resident Evil thing. And I was like, dude, fucking genius. And anyway, segue into this. But anyway, back. Stone Cold shows up to a guy's house with a gun. Dude, Stone Cold is the best of all time, man. No, you know what? And going back on that, like... At the time when Stone Cold was like coming up, like I was a big Bret Hart fan because that's how Stone Cold got over is his feud with Bret Hart. Because at this time, Hulk Hogan had already like sold out went to WCW or whatever, and like Bret Hart was supposed to be like the new like like ultimate good guy or whatever. And I was all about Bret Hart because like he was from Canada, half of my family's from Canada. He had black hair, I had black hair, and so like does your hair grow like his? I tried, dude. I had like a little like uncle when you got out of the shower and shit. Mullet. I had like a little Uncle Jesse mullet for like six months. A little rat tail. Yeah, dude. My mom, fucking, when she'd get out of the shower, she'd have like perfect Bret Hart hair. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter too, like, fucking Bret Hart hair. Shit's hilarious. Supposed you should get her those pink glasses, dude. For ha- for Halloween one year, she's gonna be Bret Hart. Oh, fuck yeah. So is that how you pick it? It was like that guy looks the most like me. <laughs> well, then, did you do that? Don't we do that as kids sometimes? I was like, what was it Goldust? <laughs> I was like, this guy looks like me. I go with gold dust. <laughs> I paint myself gold. You're doing yeah. some weird gold dust shit. You like Razor Ramon on your but heart. Again, my my knowledge of it goes back to Warzone and like what the games I thought were fucking dope. Talking about fucking Razor Ramon and gold dust. Um, shit. Did you watch as you shoot? Do no. you know what you shoots are? Yeah. Fucking. You, you, I'll tell you what you shoots are. It's like a. There's shoot interviews in wrestling where it's like they get wrestlers to fucking talk about the business pretty much wrestling like back, yeah. behind the scenes shit yeah because you know you don't really fuck like it's kind of too much like gossip for wrestling because that that's what pretty much what it is it's just they gossip about the shit behind the behind wrestling behind the scenes because yeah. there's really no fucking publication or it's anything like thirty about for it. thirty yeah you know, like a thirty yeah. for thirty or whatever so yeah they'll get wrestlers to fucking sit down and talk about that shit and. Um, which usually is frowned upon, but nowadays with podcasts, podcasts are pretty much shoot interviews nowadays with wrestlers. Uh-huh. You know? I digress. Fucking. <laughs> Scott Hall did a you shoot, and they asked him about when, uh, I guess he had to. Goldust had to kiss him or some shit? Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't want to do it, you know, because he wasn't, you know, gay. And, yeah. And he, wasn't, he didn't want to be portrayed like that. And that was Vince, Goldust gay? No, well, his character was like androgynous. Androgynous. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And this is like right when like it went from being a G-rated show to like TV fourteen. Like weird. Overnight. I never knew that about Goldust. That's yeah, weird. yeah, he was weird as fuck, dude. He do some weird ass shit. Like, <laughs> like, like he kissed get... Ahmed Johnson too. Like, yeah. dude, that episode Ahmed Johnson, <laughs> Ahmed Johnson and Goldust in one fight. Yeah, I would have been all about that, man. Yeah, he like fucking makes out with him. It's weird. And, and he actually I... he legit got pissed and wanted to like like started actually fighting him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Scott, you know, Scott Hall didn't want to, back to what I was saying, Scott Hall didn't want to fucking do that scene because he didn't want to look gay or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. And I guess Vince McMahon was like, like, listen, pal, let me tell you about my first, uh, listen, pal, listen, pal, let me tell you about my first homosexual experience. What? Yeah, dude, and he just leaves <laughs> it at that. Like, he doesn't even elaborate or nothing. Scott Hall, and like, the host is like, wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> and that's how he convinced them to do it, like. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Dude, speaking of the McMahons, Shane McMahon, that's another dude I really like. Oh, that's dude, I remember you you marked out so hardcore when I said, hey, dude, you'll never believe this, like a year ago, like when uh, Shane came back. Because you were asking me about uh, it like yeah, a month before. Yeah, I watched the, um, 
WrestleMania. Was WrestleMania. He was like the opening act. That's the only reason why I think I got you over here because yeah. literally a month before like Shane came back, you're like, hey dude, does that Shane guy come back or come out anymore? And I was like, nah, man, he hasn't been there in like like almost a decade. And I like a month later, like Shane <laughs> comes back and I'm like, dude, fucking Shane McMahon's back. And he's like, does he still do the fucking dance? And I was like, hell yeah, he still does a fucking oh dance. Oh, and Shane too, he has abs, six pack. Like he fucking that's like, his gig now, or like his like. He, he doesn't fucking. I, I don't. I don't think he was in shape these last few fights. But when he first came back, oh yeah, he fucking like was in shape and shit. He does really? Like he like wipes his face and casually shows his abs. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like Shane McMahon too. He does some crazy ass shit. Dude, just his intro alone is like badass. When he comes out doing that dance or whatever. Yeah, he was just trying to get his. He just wanted to make his. He just wanted his dad to love him. That's all. Yeah. Jumping. There, I'll him. be completely honest with you. So that was my last like actual wrestling that I watched at all. Oh, and it was it was pretty cool. That was the the Undertaker's very last fight. Uh, Against Roman Reigns, yeah, yeah. Who everyone hates, right? Yeah, and is that so, this year? Yeah. And then uh, that fight with the women or whatever, like Bailey won or something. Oh yeah. And I thought she, I thought Bailey was pretty cool. Like there's some there's some elements there that I, I, I kind of dig. There's a, there's a couple of things that I kind of dig. You probably really dig NXT, dude, because there's this character called Aleister Black. Uh-huh. Like he has probably the sickest like entrance like after like the Undertaker like of all time. Like where he like comes up like out of the fucking thing like as like like almost like a fucking vampire or whatever. Yeah. And then like he walks through uh, like all these candles and shit. And, like, he um, actually had Code Orange, that band you like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually had them do, like, his intro or whatever, but he's fucking sick as shit, dude. Yeah. I'm wearing Code Orange shirt right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, the band Incendiary. I don't know if you guys heard of them. Oh, yeah, they do that, too. The the singer from Incendiary was singing for Code Orange for that intro. Yeah, that's that's who does the entrance. Pretty tight song. Oh, Uh, hell yeah. He's a sick fucking wrestler, dude. He's, uh, he's He's fucking stiff. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you look up his shit on, on YouTube, Tommy End, mm-hmm. when he was on the, like, in Europe. Like, he's practically fighting, like, throwing fucking vicious knees and elbows and shit. And he's not a WWE guy, right? He's in, Yeah, he is now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But he's still fucking tight, though, because he's in NXT right now, and right there, it's like, you know, like, it's not exactly WWE, because yeah. they let him do, like, whatever they want, almost. It's yeah. like the NBA D-League, kind of like. Yeah. But it's... And they have more leeway to fucking wrestle, like, more, like, not like they do on TV. Mm-hmm. You see on WrestleMania and shit, that's, they're not, they're, like, restricted from doing all they can. But on NXT, they let them do whatever the fuck they want, like, fl- crazy-ass flips, fucking yeah. actual strikes. Because they're not very, like, popular guys or whatever. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And they're not trying to, they're not selling fucking toys of them or whatever. Yeah. They're just not, they're just not on TV where kids are watching them. The, like, the, the, the audience isn't kids. Yeah. yeah. Or like M&M's isn't going to pull sponsorship or whatever because all the programming is on the network. Yeah. So. Like the Roland Reigns guy or whatever that was a take time out to be a dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take time out to be a dad. <laughs> are you supposed to be like that? Like that's what he... Okay, because going back, remember I was telling you like Stone Cold, the reason why he got over is because everybody was so sick of like Hulkamania or whatever. Yeah. Like this ultimate good guy. Like... It's like when Jerry Springer was getting big, and so like like Shock TV was a big thing, and so by accident Stone Cold's character, who was a bad guy, like showing up to people's houses with like a little Colt forty five or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. he got over because like he was a cool bad guy. So, anyways, somehow in between like that, that's called like the Attitude Era, like WWE like or WWF became WWE and it became like an actual like publicly traded entity. 
and they had to like put everything like PG again, like where it was like very like you know like kid friendly again, and that's how John Cena got over. And yeah, I forgot about that. Again. Yeah, and so people are starting to like feel like that energy again, where they want to have something that's more on edge, like Stone Cold, The Rock, uh, Gangrel, or uh, DX. Gangrel. <laughs> Do you remember Gangrel? The vampire guy. Vampire dude. You fucking make people give people blood baths. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the attitude yeah. was crazy, man. Like dude. the people. They would fucking be in the ring or whatever, and then the lights would go dark, or it would turn red, and then the lights would come back on. The dude would be, like, on the ground, incapacitated from a bloodbath, like little, yeah. like, carry blood falling on them. Oh, and these no. Edge and Christian and Gangrel would come out, and like, <sighs> the fucking vampire teeth. <laughs> with, I'd come, like, fire around them, and they'd come up from the ground. And it was weird dude, when you're 14 years old, it's sick shit, dude. dude I the, was, like, 10, dude. <laughs> what's the dude, uh, he did it at WrestleMania. It's, like, the dude that would go to the corner of the ring and, like, flip his head back and like the rim would turn into like worms and stuff oh Ray Wyatt so dude. fucking cheesy dude yeah that's so cheesy like yeah. I, I don't know some of that stuff is just like see here's the thing though by himself he doesn't need any of those gimmicks like yeah. he's he's a sick ass character like he's basically like a cult leader but they try to not go, anymore man not anymore keep yeah. going but. yeah but they, they started fucking with him too much like making him too over the top to where it just became silly but my whole point is is John Cena, okay, so he's like that, basically, new era version of Hulk Hogan, like the ultimate good guy or whatever. And if you notice, like, the crowd always boos him or whatever. They, like, on his song, they always go, John Cena? Yeah, it always goes, John Cena sucks. Yeah. They always do that because they want, like, that Stone Cold character. They want, like, the next big face to be, like, a Stone Cold guy, like CM Punk or whatever, like an anti-hero or whatever. Yeah. And Roman Reigns, like, is such the obvious, like, Vince McMahon pick. Like, okay, you're going to be the new champion or whatever. And, like, he's, like, that, again, that ultimate good guy. He's basically Hulkamania, but just he has tattoos now. And so, like, that's why everybody hates him, because he's not... And John Cena wasn't even fucking Vince McMahon's pick to be, like... That's true. The Stone Cold successor. It was supposed to be Brock Lesnar, but that fool fucking bounced. And then I don't know who else they... I think Randy Orton, maybe? Yeah. And that didn't work out. dry as bread. So then John Cena kind of just fell into that role, because he was really good. Mm-hmm. He's still really good, man. You know, I didn't fucking... I didn't like him ever. I fucking hated his guts. I don't know if you remember, like, in 2000... Six when fucking Edge won. Do you remember that shit? Oh, yeah. Dude, that was the greatest fucking that's thing. Do you remember Edge? You don't remember Edge? Yeah. Rated R Superstar. That's another time when wrestling got fucking <laughs> little... They, had they actually like, had sex on TV. Yeah, dude. He, won, he beat John Cena in the most fucking, like, dastardly way, cheating way ever. Like, John Cena just had, like, this, this, this crazy match called an Elimination Chamber uh-huh. where they're in this fucking cage structure with pods... And there's like four dudes in the like there's a dude in each pod, there's four pods and two dudes that are in the ring. And then every fucking five minutes a dude comes out of the pod and then the match ends the match like pretty much officially starts when they're all in there or I don't think I don't think that's how it is. I'm thinking of war games now. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, well that's how it starts or whatever. That's how the match goes and John Cena just went through like a grueling fucking thirty minute match of that, where he was like bleeding and shit. And they have this thing called a money in the bank briefcase mm-hmm. where they can cash it in for a title shot at any anytime moment. Anytime you want. Anytime you want. They always said that, but they actually, when they fucking pulled it off, like it was brilliant because he did it like right after a fucking, this match ended and Edge came out and who, by the way, was like a tag team wrestler in the Attitude Era. He was just like a nobody pretty much. He was up there because he was doing like those TLC matches, mm-hmm. those crazy fucking tables, ladders, and chairs matches. And But he was never seen as like a stone cold or whatever. But then he fucking, he did that shit, 
with the Money in the Bank briefcase and beat John Cena like that. And the next day he had a live sex celebration. <laughs> what the hell? So yeah. his girlfriend at the time was Lita, who was already somebody else's girlfriend. And that Edge guy, who's like an ultimate bad guy at this time, because it's like right when the internet's taken off and yeah. like those shoot interviews. So everybody is like finding out like, oh shit, Lita cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge. And so everybody automatically is like, fuck Edge, man. And he ruined, like, that fucking relationship. Because they were, like, the sweethearts on TV. Like, Matt Hardy and fucking uh, Lita or whatever. And, like, so everybody, like, in real life is, like, fucking hating Edge. And then he pulls all this, like, kayfabe shit. Kayfabe is basically the word for, like, you know, the fake scripted shit. Yeah. So he pulls that shit on John Cena. And he celebrates by fucking having sex with fucking Lita, like, on TV, live on Raw. Like, there's, like, a bed in the middle of the ring... They get under the sheets and, like, they, like, shoot, get naked. Yeah, they get naked, like, for yeah. reals, I think. Because, like, at one point you see Lydia's titty. Oh, like, yeah. If you, like, zoom in or whatever, I think. Yeah. I never really looked it up myself, but... <laughs> fucking... I did. I don't know And, um... Yeah, and then at one point, fucking Ric Flair comes out. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Ric Flair comes out and says, let me show you how a real man does it. Like, he's gonna go fuck his girlfriend for instead. What the hell? Because fucking Edge is taking too long. <laughs> and he's all dancing, taking his clothes off and moving. Woo! 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 Starts Dude, elbowing. Dude, like Ric Flair even more, man. Dude, his, his wrestling is so ridiculous. And that's fucking funny, too. Because that made Edge, he, he won the belt or whatever. He, he fucking beat John Cena after no one had beat John Cena for like a year. <laughs> like, no one beat Hulk Hogan for like the fucking six seven years, years seven almost. years uh-huh. so like and at this time they weren't really doing shit like that where the guys wouldn't go without losing like they were pretty much bringing back bringing that back with the john cena with yeah. superman you know yeah and he like he was the guy to finally beat him and it's it's funny because he mentioned it it's because he fucking like caused all his fucking drama <laughs> by fucking his best friend's girlfriend <laughs> A bit backstage that made him like popular with Vince McMahon. Like, like you deserve, you deserve the title. I'm like, pal, pal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you deserve to be John Cena. Yeah, you come around fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking great dude. Pro wrestling is great, man. And that's the thing about pro wrestling. It's basically like male soap opera. Or yeah. Whatever. And like, as gay as that sounds or whatever, like, it, I love it, dude. Because like, it gets your mind off of like whatever's going on. Um, like, when you're little or whatever, like, it's just, like, another cartoon, basically, because it's so yeah. outlandish. Yeah. And, like, you get so caught up into it, but it's 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 life. And then to me, as a 30-year-old, like, when I can come home, like, after being all stressed out or whatever and just, like, watch, like, three hours of Raw, like, I am not thinking about, like, the, yelly, the lady that yelled at me and, like, stressed me out or anything my boss is putting me through or at the, the darkest hour of my life. Because that's how I got back into pro wrestling, because I didn't watch it for, like, maybe, like, six or seven years. And... I was, like, just, like, trying to reconnect with myself because, like, I felt like I lost myself for a while. And I was, like, what it, What used to make me, like, me, Damn. right? Like, happy and shit. Yeah. And so, like, one day I was, like, you know what? I'm going to start watching, like, all, like, these, like, Netflix movies about, like, fucking, like, The Rock and uh, Ric Flair and stuff. And I was, like, you know what? I want to fucking, like, I want to see what's going on with wrestling now. And I think, like, The Rock was coming back or whatever. He was going to fight CM Punk or whatever. Or that was, like, the grumblings or whatever. No, no, he's going to fight John Cena. And so I started watching Raw, and I think the first Raw I watched is when CM Punk cut, cut like that pipe bomb promo, mm-hmm. uh, where he was getting basically where he's getting ready to like leave the company, and he just started like shooting, like telling the truth about like how he felt about the company, and like it was like the sickest shit ever because like most of that Raw was like cheesy as fuck, and I was like, wow, that, this is why nobody watches wrestling anymore because it's stupid now. It's nothing like back in Stone Cold and The Rock were going at it, 
And like CM Punk goes out there and he cuts like this like very like heartfelt promo about like how he's like underutilized or whatever. And, and like you go back like anytime you, you have a hard time like with like a boss or whatever or something at work, like I'll go back and I'll listen to that promo and I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and like he like speaks to like that working man. So like that's why I dug about like that's what got me back into wrestling after like a six year hiatus. You're good though now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you found yourself? Sounds really good. I found Jesus. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back to the fucking promo. Does that shit. I fucking do all the time, dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you do too. Yeah, I do that too, man. I fucking get sad and <laughs> fucking watch fucking. I don't know. Wrestling. Dude, I'll YouTube be, like, videos. pooping on the toilet, and I'll be looking up, like, old, like, fucking shit, like, from the NWO or whatever, like, when Hogan turned on fucking Randy Savage or whatever, and, like, that shit will, like, make my day for the rest of the day. And I'll be, like, walking by the bathroom or whatever, like, at work, and I'll just be, like, start talking, like, fucking Randy Savage and shit, and like, it'll just put me, like, in an instant, like, great mood for, like, the rest of the day. I did see this thing about um, yeah. NWO. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or stuff. Oh, they're talking about Sting and how like Sting changed his character, like overnight. I went from like being like this colorful ass dude, and then he like basically became like the crow or whatever. Yeah. He's like all black and white. But that was kind of interesting. I know nothing. Like that's a different company, right? That's not WWE. It's WCW. Yeah. yeah. I um. Do you have you have the network? Do you watch Rivalries? Have you ever watched that series on there? I've seen it a couple of times. They actually um rivalries they do like kind of it's kind of like a 30 for 30 for like a specific rivalry and you mentioned that it's pretty tight how they build up to that yeah because um they were pretty much it was like a whole thing with the nwo and sting is like are you gonna be on their side are you gonna be are you gonna be on with nwo are you gonna be with wcw and then like he accidentally attacks like lex luger you know but like he fuck something no 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 they have some dude that looks exactly like sting fucking attack um, Lex Luger because he's dressed up in like with a mask and whatever yeah. and they don't believe him that he's gonna fucking do it that he, that he, they don't believe him that he attacked him that he, that, they don't believe him that he's that he didn't do it so he's like I'm not gonna say shit I'm just gonna be, stay quiet you know and then like that's where it evolved the fucking the crow character because he wouldn't just say nothing and they just show him like in the corner not saying nothing like wearing a fucking trench coat and then eventually he had the face yeah for like a whole year dude they just built this shit up like this will just slowly turning into the crow. Yeah, it's pretty tight. And because yeah, I mean, it was like a build up to Hulk Hogan because he's mm-hmm. gonna because he's gonna fight Hulk Hogan at Starcade. Yeah, like, you should watch. You guys should watch that shit. Rivalries. It gets they intense. Too. It's like watching UFC or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, the last UFC like it was Cody Garbrandt versus, versus TJ Dillashaw, and like that is like straight up like fucking pro wrestling at its finest or whatever. Like. Or, like, the McGregor-Mayweather or whatever. Like, that's how this shit is. Like, you get, like, into, like, these little rivalries and shit. Like, you get, like, it gets all, like, super personal or whatever. Like, the yeah. best one, I think, was, like, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. And started, <laughs> that's <laughs> the funniest one. <laughs> they bring in, like, Rey Mysterio's, like, fat little kid or whatever. <laughs> and he's got, like, frosted tips and shit. This is like 2000, 2005, 2004. It's like whenever like NSYNC is still popular because like he looks like fucking Justin Timberlake or some shit. Do you want you want to talk about it? No, you talk about it. The fucking Ray Mysterio, where they bring his kid in or whatnot, and then Eddie Guerrero is a bad guy at this point, or he's turning bad. Yeah. And he's all saying, "Oh, I got a secret, you know, about you and Dominic." <laughs> and he's like, "No, you're not gonna see." Like, "No, fuck that, whatever." And then they fight, right? 
for so he won't say that secret. And Rey Mysterio wins, but Eddie Guerrero's an asshole because he lies, cheats, and steals. So he's like, I lied. And he's like, Dominic, I'm your papi. So he, so he could go on about it. And he's like, yeah, when I was, when I was fucking, we were having a break with my wife, you know, I got freaky with some chica or something. He just says all these funny ass words about yeah. like fucking some girl and getting, having a fucking illegitimate, illegitimate child. And because Rey Mysterio couldn't have kids, because he couldn't, <laughs> he was shooting blanks. He's like, you can have the kid. <laughs> and they had a fucking ladder match, dude, for custody. Because because Eddie, Eddie, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero wanted he wanted him back, you know. He's like, I'm your fucking poppy. Like, come back to me. Fuck you, Ray Mysterio. You bitch. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. turning your... Basically, it's like, you're turning your little boy into a yeah, fat... Yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so stupid. You're yeah. lame because you're so... Ray Mysterio is like the ultimate like good guy. Yeah, it's funny that they had a ladder. Yeah, they had a ladder for, match with a was it a clipboard or a briefcase? I think it was a fucking clipboard <laughs> with for custody. custody papers. And it was a fucking badass ladder match, dude. Yeah. One of the best ladder matches ever. <laughs> and the thing is, is like you could sell that match like with just them and their skills. Like you don't need any backstory or whatever because those are two probably the best yeah. workers like of all time or whatever. But like, just like that little extra ass story to it, like, just puts it over the top, like. Dude, and the ending's the best because he's fucking uh, Eddie Guerrero has the match one. He's fucking taking his time to climb up, you know, doing all this shit, and then his wife, real wife, like, jumps the barricade and fucking moves the ladder and like pushes him off. I don't think she pushes him off, but he gets down. Dude, he's about to fucking hit her. Dude, he's about to hit his wife yeah. like on TV. <laughs> Just gonna show that this fool abuses his wife too, and then like Rey Mysterio like does his move and wins somehow, like climbs the ladder. But I just thought that was hilarious. He's yeah. about to fucking strike his fucking wife <laughs> on television. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Amen. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. He's oh. dead. He died like later that year, maybe or the year the next year. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Is he older? No, no, just fucking steroids and oh man, pills and cocaine. Yeah, you never you never answered though like how you guys just don't or not sorry it's not simple The Rock, like I don't I don't understand The Rock. Well, to me, okay, The Rock, okay, when he first came out, like he came out like as one of those like ultimate like good guys or whatever, right? And I remember that match. It was ex- almost exactly I think fifteen years ago today or this month. Today. Fifteen years ago today, <laughs> when he debuted. Yeah. Yeah. He debuted at Survivor Series, which is the pay-per-view that just passed. Yeah, I rented that on VHS. Dude, sick. That's a good-ass Survivor Series, by the way. So anyways, like when he debuts or whatever, he debuts as this cheesy-ass character. Basically, he's basically like a character from Moana or whatever, but yeah. like this just happy-go-lucky Samoan, just like, hey guys, I'm here to be yeah, the ultimate good guy. Shit. Yeah, like big-ass smile and shit. Yeah. Just total like ass-kisser. And like, he's supposed to be the a blue good, chipper. Yeah, like blue chipper. Say. Yeah. And so, he comes out, and everybody just, like like I said, this time everyone's so sick of Hulkamania. They're so sick of, like, these pure good guys or whatever. They, they're they loving, like, this, like, guy Stone Cold or whatever that's, like, bringing pistols to fucking people's houses and shit. Yeah. And, like, they see this guy, and they just start booing him, saying, die, Rocky, die. And I'm, like, 11 or 12 at this time, and I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. That guy's such a little ass kisser. Fuck him. Like, you go, I'm sick of telling you, telling you guys who I should root for and who I shouldn't root for. Because, like... Little like, rebel. Yeah, because, like, even JR, like, on commentary, he's like, oh, he looks so great. Look at those thighs. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like, <laughs> Coming. <laughs> Gave him Bell's palsy, dude. <laughs> um, oh, anyways. So, 
I guess he gets hurt or whatever, and he comes back as a bad guy, and he joins like the Nation of Domination. Mm-hmm. And the Nation of Domination is like this, like basically like this Black, black Panther party or whatever. And so yeah. it's like all these black wrestlers, and then like the Samoan kid or whatever. And like the Samoan guy, you're like, oh, okay, that's that dumb asshole that like debuted a Survivor Series. Like, eh, no one cares about him. They just added him to like be some muscle or whatever, some background muscle. And so he starts like cutting like these promos like is this asshole and they're like the funniest fucking things ever like he'll say like the most outlandish shit like you can tell like he's going off script and stuff like that and it's to me like that's when i'm like all right this guy's kind of cool and so when they finally like turn him against like the like farouk the leader of uh the nation of domination like he just his character just keeps growing from there and i guess the background story of it is is like jr he's saying well well pal if they don't like you, you got to turn bad guy. And there's this guy that's playing for the 49ers, or I think it was the Falcons at this time, named, named Primetime, Deion Sanders. He, he talks in the third person. You should look into that. Start acting like him. Because The Rock's background was is he played like uh, for the Miami Hurricanes back in like the early 90s, I want to say, like when they won like the national championship. With Warren Sapp. Yeah, with Warren Sapp. And... He's like basically he, like you, you watch the thirty for thirty on uh, the Hurricanes, right? How like there's these cocky, loudmouth players or whatever. And he goes, "Why don't you think, go back to how you were back when you're playing for the Miami Hurricanes to start being like that?" And so that's like the the evolution of the Rock. He's basically like this cocky former football player who just like like you said when your old podcast, like he just big dicks everybody. Like, and that's the name of the game. It's just like who can get like the verbal edge on somebody. And to me. The Rock, you look at him like, you're not going to get any better than The Rock. He's, he's either going to be better looking than you, he's either going to be bigger than you, or he's going to fucking have more witty shit to say back to you. So, to me, that's why I like The Rock. He's like the ultimate he's just the dude. He's just the jock. Like, the asshole jock that gets all the bitches. Yeah. And that's the way I've always seen him. Yeah, but I mean, I gotta look at it again. I remember, I didn't like The Rock either back in the day, but... It, I liked Stone Cold more. Like that's what you had because that's how I saw it back then. You either liked Stone Cold or The Rock because they were feeding against each other. Yeah. Uh, and but you know when I got older, I started fucking like the YouTube videos, like he said, and they were fucking funny. Especially the that shit with the Nation. Like that's his funniest stuff. That and when he was Hollywood Rock. Oh yeah. Those are his funniest things. But when he was with the Nation of Domination, and he was pretty much trying to take over the group from Farouk. Do you remember Farouk? Yeah. I remember yeah. Um, Farouk was the leader. He was trying to take over. Because he was the asshole fucking jock. And he was like, he did like an appreciation day. So this is fucking funny. It's just funny. You gotta look it up. And he like bought, brought, bought gifts for everybody. And he bought everybody, I think it was like, there's Rolex. four of them. He bought everyone a Rolex. Like nice ass fucking Rolex. And then Farouk, the leader, he gets him like a big ass present. Present. He opens it. It's a fucking signed autographed poster of The Rock. <laughs> That's like the gift he gave him. He's like, the best gift for you. Yeah. But me, like, it's just shit like that that he did. And The Rock concert. Oh, yeah. You, you look that up, too. Um, he does a... Because The Rock, he can do everything. He can sing. He can dance. He, he can do any like everything. He's like the ultimate guy, right? And so, not only is he cutting all these promos or whatever, but one day he just decides to walk in the ring with a guitar. And like Stone Cold had already done this, but it was like hilarious because stone cold one he doesn't have a good singing voice and he can't yeah. play guitar so he's basically just going hey oh, yeah, i'm bitch mcmahon i love you like basically doing that yeah. but the rock actually gets on the guitar and actually can play and he starts he, singing he only plays one thing though it's yeah. like yeah i can't 
I probably can't recreate it, but it's just like a simple <laughs> blues thing. Yeah, it just does that over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny though, but it's good. Uh, shit, he fucking does that rock concert. Yeah, and he's just fucking like he's ripping on Sacramento, and it's just the funniest fucking thing. And he goes, Sacramento, can't wait to come back when the Lakers beat you in May. Like he just shit like that. Yeah, it's funny. I'll, I'll play it for you at the middle at the end of the podcast. But okay, yeah. But no, that's the Rockets. Just like he's. He's the shit. But, you know, know. but now that you like bring that up, that like, you never liked him and you still don't, yeah, I might need to reevaluate and look some, look, watch some of his promos again because I haven't watched him in a long time. Mm-hmm. And then shit that I've said too, like it, it, it was, he was just an asshole and it was kind of repetitive too. He just said the same shit over and over again. Yeah, I basically like every time he when you said like he talked shit, I was like, doesn't he just do that thing where you're like. It doesn't matter. Like it's just like it's just like I, I get it. Like that's coming. Like okay, what the Rock says at the beginning and what he says at the end. Yeah, it's always going to be the exact same because it's always like that. Those are like the catchphrases. Like yeah. every wrestler does that. Even Stone Cold did it. I, but it was the stuff in the middle, like when he would fuck with Michael Cole, when he would fuck with the. Uh, because yeah, some of his like his newer shit when he's coming came back the past, when he's came back like a super baby face. Yeah, it hasn't been funny. Like when he came back uh, to. Fight CM Punk like when you said you started watching it. Yeah, that shit wasn't funny anymore. I was just repetitive. Yeah, because I was actually cheering for CM Punk. I was sad that CM Punk lost to the championship because I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, Rocky came, came out with a flamethrower and shit. <laughs> Did you see that? No, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. That was like last year, wasn't that this year? No, it was two year? years ago. Two years ago, <laughs> came out the flame. He came out with a flamethrower and fucking lit this steel fucking thing. I said, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have seen that. that and he took good. his pants off and he had his he took his clothes off and he had his wrestling gear already. This is weird. But he's the fucking biggest star in the world, dude. That shit's crazy. No, I I I, I know, I, I get it. But I don't understand how like somebody gets so like so that I mean I can understand. It, it, women find him really attractive. It's, it's an old adage. Women love him and women want yeah. men want to be with it. Men want to be with <laughs> Yeah, anyway, Jacob. Hey, man. So I get it. Anyway, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob wants to be with him and women want to know him. Jacob wants to fuck the show. I think that's what he's trying to say. Anyway, what about like Drake fucking talking and like. You're the one that's bellow, fuck. Yeah, I'm getting all fucking flustered, dude, talking about The Rock. Like, <laughs> took like, a couple of hits and a 40 or a tall can. Men want to be him, women want to be with him. There you yeah, go. dude, my mom used to fucking be all head over heels for him when I was watching that show on TV. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, women love that. And if you're trying to sell t-shirts and tickets, you need that guy in the That's front true. of your company. So, same with John Cena. My mom. He's just he's John Cena. He's the so, okay, Hulk Hogan. Okay, no, here's, here's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing that I don't get. So you're saying now like people hate John Cena, right? Yeah. I view him as like almost the exact same yeah. character. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, people don't like John Cena. People like The Rock, and it's like I. That's the part I don't get. I the Rock was just, nostalgia. When yeah. he, that's when people started liking him because they didn't like him and. Like his last run, yeah. Um, when he was like I said, when he was doing the whole, the guitar shit, yeah. they fucking booed the fuck out of him. They didn't like him. Yeah. But then he left, and it was just when he'd come back, it was just nostalgia, just mm-hmm. because he was back. Right? But the difference between like uh, the Rock and John. And John Cena, Cena never fucking left for like ten fucking years. Just constant John Cena, what beating everybody, being an asshole to everybody. Because yeah, it's the exact same fucking character. It, 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 the Rock had. A little bit of edge to him, like he'd say naughty words or stuff that you know Vince McMahon didn't want him to hear. But even John Cena was when he well, first started. When he was well, but though, like when John Cena became John Cena, like tying Ric Flair's like record for most championships, like he, he has like this like squeaky clean image or whatever. And I think that's what 
Yeah, a lot of like those fans, those Mark fans, like they they boo him for because because he, he doesn't have that him. edge though. He yeah. has more of like a poo poo caca like humor. Yeah, because from like 2018 to like around the time when Rock came back and CM Punk and shit 2013, I think it was PG. Yeah. So they pretty much brought back that shit from the 80s with Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, I pretty much John Cena was Hulk Hogan, and he was just there to sell fucking toys to the kids. Yeah. That and also this whole time. Uh, Linda McMahon was trying to be senator. That's right. So they were trying to fucking go back to that goody two shoes, you know, all that shit. Because the first time she ran uh, for senator, like her opponent kept bringing up like old like raw footage of like uh, Vince McMahon like forcing like <laughs> Trish Stratus to kiss his ass and like like is it true your son-in-law uh, reenacted necrophilia on live TV? Like that shit really happened. Kissing dick. And she's all like, no, this is just a TV program. Like, it's not real. And they're like, so you admit it's not real. And like, yeah, we admit it has not has it been real for like 12 years now. Like, So like, that's why they, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, like when she was trying to be like all in politics, Vince McMahon's wife, uh, they really cleaned up everything on TV. And then that's when I started to drop out from watching it. Yeah, me too, man. I think I stopped watching around 2000. 2002, like when Brock, right? When when Brock, I didn't see any of Brock Lesnar's run. Me like either. 2002 to 2004. I stopped right before that. Because I remember um, WWE versus WCW. WCW, remember that the shit? The Invasion. The yeah. Invasion. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that when they fucking, Vince McMahon fucking crushed his competition and bought him. That is dude, gangster shit ever. Yeah, dude, dude. There's a, wrestling is fucking tight, dude. The history all together, if you just look at pretty much the history of the WWF. It's fucking insane, dude. Because this this dude, like the Monday Night Wars. Oh, dude. Like, that's like a whole other fucking thing you can get into with like, do you know about that? Or no. Anything? Do you know about WCW and WWF? They would go head to head. And pretty much WCW like took all their fucking, all their characters. They took Macho Man, fucking Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, pretty much. Because they had backing from Ted Can't Turner, you. fucking billionaire. Well, let's back up on this. So wrestling back in the day was all territorial. Like... Bakersfield, the dome, so like that from was the beginning. Bil- from yeah, Fuck. well, no, I'll just go over. Let's real go back quick. to 1901. The carnies and shit. Carnies, twenty-two skidoo. <laughs> no, but basically, wrestling was just like all like regional, or whatever. Like every like city would like have their own like shit. Like Bakersfield would have the dome. It was built for like wrestling and shit. And like LA would have their own, and so you would have like all the Mexican wrestlers going through a little circuit or whatever. Like every day, like just toured the same five cities over and over again. Then you'd have like one champion which was like rick flair who would just visit these cities like one by one and like your big guy from that city would fight like the world champion and get demolished by rick flair and so eventually like in the 80s like vince mcmahon like he took over wwf which is which was just like the new york region at the time he took it over from his dad and he goes you know what i'm gonna progress this from being like a circus basically a circus act basically to like something you can put on television like the nfl yeah so he bought all of this competition out, like all the Minnesota region, the the these other regions or whatever, and if they didn't fucking um, sell out to him, like he would just wait till they collapsed because his company was just getting so big. He did it by poaching their talent too, by signing them to like fucking money contracts and shit, and mm-hmm. then the toys and being on TV, cable, and cable and shit. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And so there was one territory which was the old NWA. That morphed into WCW that never like sold out to WWF. And so they were always seen, like I said, remember I said at the beginning, like my first uh, 
our uh, recollections of wrestling was back when my dad he would watch WCW and I was all about WWF. <clears throat> there it was always like Ric Flair's territory, which was WCW, and like WWF's was Hulk Hogan's territory. And so WCW was always looked at as like the B territory, like you know it was lesser because, like you said, WWF would, would all of a sudden get all the major talent. So something happened, I guess, like in the late '80s, early '90s. Ted Turner bought the WCW, and so he had all this like financial backing from the Turner Corporation. His own and, money. Yeah, and so he started doing what Vince McMahon was doing, and he started buying off of Vince McMahon's talent. It's kind of like if the XFL ever took off, and the XFL started signing like fucking. Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel Elliott and stuff like that from the NFL and like fucking up, you know, their team. So that's what Ted Turner was doing to Vince McMahon. He, you know, first he signed away Hulk Hogan, then he signed away Macho Man, and he just started signing away all these like big names. And so as Kevin Nash and Skull, which were big dudes at the time, Razor Ramon and Diesel, mm -hmm. like he took those guys when they were still young and shit. So yeah. it was like. Like it was it was getting crazy. Yeah. So at one point he was trying to put he was trying to put WWF out of business because WWF had done that to fucking everybody else. Yeah. And that's pretty much what was going on. Yeah. And so, yeah. So WWF at one point was almost bankrupt, and there was also a lawsuit too uh, with Vince McMahon, something over steroids or something like that. Yeah, because they fucking Duffy was buying, they're accusing him of dealing steroids to his fucking people. Yeah. Like a big. Like, yeah and even Hulk Hogan testified against him so WWF was like at this point almost like bankrupt he was gonna go to jail for a long time <laughs> yeah and so if Stone Cold and The Rock never happened and it's funny because Stone Cold at this time like when all these play, all these players all these wrestlers were defecting to the WCW Stone Cold got cut from WCW he was stunning Steve Austin yeah and he was playing basically like this like like pretty boy blonde guy. He had like this long blonde hair. Like Shaggy Hulk Hogan, pretty much everyone was. Yeah, and so he gets cut. He shaves his head. He goes over to WWF. Totally like not even supposed to be anything. Like I think he get they give him like a flat top to look like fucking what's his name from uh um oh shit Bruce Willis will <laughs> die hard die, die hard. hard yeah they totally give him like that die hard look or whatever. And they're to like totally just going to make him like a mid-card thing. And he accidentally gets over as the biggest thing ever. And so WWF's big show is like Monday Night Raw. And at this time, WCW's big show was Monday Night Raw. And they both played at the same time. And what he was talking about the Monday Night Wars is they would go back and forth like on the ratings. And WCW was beating the shit at WWF until, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold happened. And then basically WWF skyrocketed from there. And then cannibalized WCW because at this time WCW couldn't compete yeah. and he finally bought out WCW the last big territory yeah but, yeah so this man's a goddamn gangster sounds about right he's fucking dude he's a god he fucking uh, revolutionized football <laughs> the XFL yeah and he took all their the NFL took all the fucking camera angles and shit the way that they produce this for their fucking show now is because of the XFL Really? Yeah, you guys watched that fucking documentary on the XFL. That's one thirty for thirty. I haven't seen. I, it. You know what? I haven't watched thirty for thirty in a while. There's like so many, many, so many movies I want to like go home and watch right now. Don't fucking take my word for that. I'm pretty sure that's where like all the fucking like the sky angles and then the running, like they just the NFL took everything that the XFL did as far as camera angles because it was 
he pretty much recorded the games like it was a wrestling show. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and then like he and, and then he introduced the sky one too. The one oh, the, the eye in the sky. Yeah, that was Vince McMahon's idea. Oh, okay. Really and then cool. even that, dude, Vince, like every pro wrestling, every fucking sport's trying to be pro wrestling because they want to build that drama because you know people love the storylines. Like, I mean, this guy real into it because of that, because of the fucking like he said, the male soap opera shit. Yeah. And I feel like other sports probably take some from that shit sometimes, you know? Like, they try to create some fucking drama, you know? Well, look at, like, the biggest names in sports right now. Look at... You guys would know more. Like, you guys would know some shit. Like, you would know. Oh, yeah. Like, look... Okay, let's just take the UFC, for example. Who's the biggest guy in the UFC right now? McGregor. Conor McGregor. He's basically 2017 version of fucking Ric Flair. That's basically the character he's playing. He's getting over by playing the Ric Flair character. You look at someone like John Jones. Without any of the bitches. Yeah. He's married. Oh, that's true. He's ultimate. He's Ken Shamrock in that angle. <laughs> but then you take someone like, oh, you look at the NFL, like the biggest players right there. They're all trying to be Ric Flair. They're all trying to be um, fucking Hulk Hogan or John Cena or whatever. You look at their touchdown celebrations and stuff like that. Even the Dallas Cowboys, like anytime, like they, two seasons ago, anytime like they would score a rushing touchdown, they would, do, uh, they would play the Ultimate Warriors theme for a while because... The Ultimate Warrior would run to the <laughs> fucking ring. And so, like, everything in sports right now is, bit, like, there's a big influence from pro wrestling. Even in government, dude. <laughs> Our fucking president. He's a WWF Hall of Famer. And the fucking, That's crazy. And, um, the McMahon. That. How do you guys, how do you guys, you guys like Trump? You guys big Trump guys? Nah. He has, like, WWF. He's a Hall of Famer. You know what, though? Like, with that Trump. It's my president. Don't you talk shit about him. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm serious. When did this happen? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. No, I... I hate that guy. Who, who likes him to skip aside? Even when that shit, that, like, that angle happened or whatever. You guys, weren't, were you guys weren't feeling Trump during that time period? To me, that was like when I started to check out of wrestling. Like when that Trump shit and was, wrestling? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. You guys, you guys didn't like that? No, that was... Um, I watched it. Were you watching it at the time? I, I watched it at that time because I remember I was trying to keep up with it and I was just thinking like, God damn, this is so fucking ridiculous. This is up there like when, when Al Roker like gets in the fucking ring because every once in a while they'll do that. Who's like, Al Roker? The Black Newsman? Yeah, like the weatherman for the yeah. Today Show or whatever. Like every once in a while they'll do that. They'll put like some random ass celebrity in there to like pop ratings for like... Yeah. Well, then, you know the reason why Trump's in the Hall of Fame, right? It's not because when he did that wrestling shit. Well, didn't he bankroll some of the WrestleMania? Yeah, he did. He fucking let him host it at the Trump Plaza in wow. WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 4. And he, at the time, this was super fucking big. So just his name alone pretty much gave it all kinds of clout or whatever. I'll say that about Trump. You know, he's got his hands in a lot of shit that I'm fucking into. Like UFC, too. He fucking bankrolled them at some point, too. And he let the UFC have shows in Atlantic City, too, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, that's why Dana White spoke at the... Republican National Convention because he fucking helped them out. Oh, yeah. wow. God damn it. Dana White's a Republican? Every rich fucking person's a Republican. <laughs> Every dude. white person. They don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> um, you should be a Republican. Yeah, why aren't you a Republican? Because I'm half Mexican. And I'm mm. gonna, you know, well, you're about to get a tax cut, probably. I <laughs> <laughs> all those fucking secret passageways throughout town. So dude, I don't have that access yet. Secret passage. So is that a real thing? Secretpassage.com. Yeah. Fuck. Dot org, dot gov. Yeah, look at it. Lights on. No, but yeah, um, but his shit that Trump did was, it was okay, it was hilarious. The Battle of the Billionaires, that's 
Dude, wrestling is funny, honestly. Who did he fight? He didn't fight nobody. He just had, they had each had a representative. Oh. Um, the was, loser had to get their head shaved. <laughs> the loser had to get their head shaved. Who was uh, the representative? Some dude named Umaga for uh, Vince McMahon and Bobby Lashley for um, Donald Trump. For Donald Trump. It was Bobby Lashley was just black Brock Lesnar. Big, yeah. yoked fucking dude. He fights in MMA now and wrestles too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and. Um, at one point, he, well, you guys watched that video. The fucking this big ass, what he fucking tackles him and punches him in the face. Yeah, that went viral not that long ago. Oh, and he had like the CNN, <laughs> the block on there CNN or whatever. logo on his face. And... But this is Vince McMahon wrestles too, right? Oh, he used fuck to. The dude, he wanted to be a wrestler, but his fucking dad didn't want him to be a wrestler. Yeah. So that's why when he finally, in his 50s, took all those fucking steroids and started wrestling. Dude, he's like seventy year old night right now, and he's like, like I think like a year ago, he was like on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. He's got like veins that look like like garden hoses coming yeah. out of his arms. He and does shit. look pretty like steroided up. Yeah, you don't think that could have been photoshopped, or did they have other pictures inside? Dude, you haven't seen him like lately, like just walking around like fucking. He looked like shit. Last no, I've seen, seen him like he. You haven't seen that shit like where he looked like if you were. Where'd you see him at? Where was he at? It's like those Target. behind the scenes fucking <laughs> just walking around. Target. He was at Walmart, dude. <laughs> He's rolling back prices and shit. No, I seen up. I seen like this video or picture where he was in some gas station. I think is that the one you're talking about? Nah, he was like behind the scenes, like at <laughs> like some show or those like. Oh, he doesn't make TV appearances anymore. He just did actually, and that was fucking tight. Um, he, did you watch that with Kevin Owens? Yeah, he got fucking the headbutted and started bleeding for reals. Yeah. Damn. And he got sucks. frog splashed by a dude my size. Maybe a little, <laughs> he's bigger than me now. He's like 270. He's like 270. I'm like 250 now. So wow. He's like, no, he's like 280, dude. He has to be 290. And he's like 6'3. Because he wear, yeah, is he 6'3? I thought he was like 5. Like, dude, five, I, I think he was like at least 6 feet. I mean, at the most 6 feet. He's, he's a lot bigger than me. I know that. You met him? Well, because when we went to Hell in the Cell a couple years ago, like in LA, he walked by, like he walked into the crowd and they started cutting a promo on everybody. He was towering over me. I mean, I'm 5'8", but, I mean, someone who's six foot is, like, I can, like, gray. Aren't they elevated, though? Uh, he might have been having those elevated shoes on or something like that. Because he came out in his ring gear, but, yeah, he, like, he fucking towered over me. But I know uh, when he's on, on TV shows, when he's on TV, he wears one of those, whatever they're called. Oh, like a slim down thing? Yeah, because when he's in house shows, dude, it's fucking guts. Like, out here. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know, we, when he wrestled John Cena, did you see him when he came? Oh, yeah. I saw that white-ass thumb. Fucking... <laughs> I got a chance. You gotta go train. Do it. Yeah, yeah I'll do it with you. Damn, train. I'll be your manager, dude. I'll be your fucking Paul Heyman. No, just be a tag team, dude. Yeah, the Rockers part two. The the uh, who's the um... my finisher will be the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, what the hell's his name? The Paul Bear or whatever. Oh, Paul Bear. Yeah. What what was his deal? He was actually a real mortician in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool gimmick. They just, like, walked around, like, holding the little... The urn? The urn, yeah. That's like, where the power of the Undertaker came from. Oh, yeah? How come he didn't show up? Did he die? Yeah, he died. <laughs> <laughs> he died. He died. Like, that was actually, like, when CM Punk fought the Undertaker, like, a couple years ago. That's another hilarious fucking thing that happened, dude. Yeah, literally, Paul, or, Paul Bear died, like, a month before WrestleMania, right? CM Punk is... Fucking the most over guy in the company. Over meaning like the most popular guy. And he's playing a bad guy, right? And Paul Bear dies. And he gets the actual urn and starts smashing it or whatever in front of the Undertaker. And that's how they start beefing for WrestleMania. Yeah. And then um, 
And he pretty much uses that. They use that as a fucking part of the storyline, the fact that Paul Bearer died. Mm-hmm. And then CM Punk has the urn, and he says, I have Paul Bearer's ashes in here. <laughs> like, they're really in there. And then, at, like, the night before WrestleMania, like, he beats the shit out of The Undertaker and just pours his ashes all over him. Yeah. <laughs> like, his dead manager's fucking ashes. It's just, <laughs> this, this is super insensitive, by the way, because the dude just died. And, like, his family is probably, like, really sad. And, like, mourning. WWE's mourning and WWE's right here, like, pretending the ashes are being poured. It's pretty funny, though. Like, that reminds me of, like, when the big boss man fed fucking... <laughs> dude, wrestling's so fucking funny, too, dude. There's yeah. so much funny shit in wrestling. Like, it's objectively funny. Like, it's not supposed to be funny. It's who's, just funny. Who's a dude that, like, was, like, really high up and then he fell off and, like... Oh, Owen Hart? Yeah, Owen Hart. Because <laughs> I remember like, the, the, yeah, funniest, the funniest story is like, like... literally, I thought you meant like in popularity. No, no, he just like <laughs> fell off of... My, my, my buddy Ray, whose wedding is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Congratulations, Ray. Yeah. Congratulations, Ray. Uh, he was telling me the story about when he saw that. And he was just like, I guess he was doing that like when he felt people before started booing him. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny that you were like, you saw it. <laughs> Get up, pussy. That's the saddest shit ever, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's really not funny. That's, like, the only not funny thing about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, when people die. Dude, when I've never died. cried so hard, like, when fucking, uh... Oh, shit, who died? It was, like, up there with, like, Tupac dying. Like, I was, like, a kid, and they died. Oh, yeah, when the British Bulldog died, dude, that fucking hit me hard, dude. I don't know why, and I never was a British Bulldog fan. He was, he was huge, man. He was part of the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Do you remember SummerSlam 92? Did you ever watch that? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like in uh, Wembley Stadium or whatever? Against Bret Hart, his yeah. brother-in-law? Yeah. yeah. Wrestling is R-I-P. shit. But I'm going not... back to that one with the big boss man. Okay, so there's this like... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say it. No, I did it because I was going off of your CM Punk thing, but... There's this one angle where like the big boss man, he was fighting this guy called Al Snow, right? Mm-hmm. And so Al Snow was like this like... He's like mentally, like his character was like mentally off. And so he had like this um, mannequin head that he used to carry everyone called, everywhere called head. And they did What does everybody want? Head. What does everybody need? That was his whole thing. Like everyone wants head. And so he had this pet chihuahua. Like pretty weird. Yeah. He had this pet chihuahua eventually. I forgot what the chihuahua's name was. We'll just say, we'll just call it Smokey for purposes of me can't remembering. And so like. The big boss man and Al Snow were beefing or whatever, right? Yeah. And fucking, the big boss man was like, you know what, Al Snow? I'm sick of, I'm sick of fucking beefing with you right now. Like, like let's call it truce. I'll cook you like. like Dog's name was Pepper. Yeah. Pepper. <laughs> I'll cook you some, I'll cook you like a, a meal or whatever. I forgot what the meal was or whatever. It's been so long. And like, he gives it to him. He serves it to him. Big boss man. He's still wearing like his fucking SWAT team gear or whatever. And he has like this like grandma apron on. And he feeds him fucking... <laughs> he, he fucking brought up the picture of this, like, filet mignon or whatever, and Al Snow's eating it, and he goes, do you want a little pepper on that? And fucking, he goes, yeah, man, this shit's delicious, man. What is it? And he goes, it's pepper. Your dog. And fucking, he starts throwing it up or whatever, and it's like the... Like, you look back on it, it's fucking the saddest shit, but it's the most hilarious yeah. shit ever. Big Boss Man was an asshole. He fucking... Um, Big Show's dad died in storyline. Uh-huh. And uh, he was feuding with the Big Show, and Big Show was at the funeral, right? And for some reason, they brought a WWE camera crew to Big Show's dad's wedding, wedding <laughs> funeral. And but that was like a part of the act. Yeah, it was just the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Kayfabe. Like his dad was already dead for a long time, but in yeah. kayfabe, 
Big Show's dad died they were at the funeral fucking big boss man shows up in a fucking cop car with a, one of those big ass bull horns on top yeah just talking shit to the big show like oh your daddy's dead you know and he fucking <laughs> they, get into, they get into a fucking scuffle and the fucking big boss man like I think he hits him with like a hammer or something or a nightstick because that's what he carried with a nightstick yeah. and then he's like I'll show you something or whatever he says some funny ass shit and then he fucking grabs a chain and hooks the fucking uh, his dad's fucking <laughs> casket to the car and fucking drives off in this funeral and then like Big Show jumps on top of it trying to stop it dude it's so funny driving off. ridiculous and then they had a match to settle the, the score that's pretty good dude <laughs> dude I'm telling you dude wrestling's full of those jewels but like a jewel dude you gotta dig for it sometimes yeah. like you gotta sit through some bullshit like See, some- still though like, going back to my the rock question like I like that that sounds pretty good uh, Rock never did anything like that. I mean, he just did the whole just making fun of people, you know? He big dicked everybody. I'm like, trying to think of shit that he might have... That, that he, would he, I mean, he would do funny things, like, when he... Uh, just what he would say, dude. It was funny, like, when he would when he threw all of the uh, Stone Cold shit off the bridge. Oh, yeah. That was funny. No, <laughs> you know what was funny is when he started making fun of the other wrestlers, like, when he... Uh, he made fun of Stone Cold, he made fun of Hollywood Hogan, he made fun of Randy Savage, and... That that promo was classic right there. There's this one. Uh, there's another thing else. A lot of the stuff that the Rock reacted funny to a lot of shit too. When he uh, he was feeding with Stone Cold for the first time, he had stole his belt from him, and then he fucking um, the Rock had a fucking beeper pager that we'd always talk about. Yeah. And then he was like in the ring waiting for Stone Cold or whatever. Something happened where fucking he was waiting for Stone Cold to come, but he didn't show. And then, like, The Rock's beeper goes off, and he fucking grabs his beeper, and he, like, does that, and then Stone Cold's behind him, beats the shit of him, like, he knew, like, fucking Stone Cold beat them 316, and that's how he knew that he was behind him. He's just like, oh, shit. And another thing, too. <laughs> shit like that that he would do, yeah. And another thing, too, he did, speaking of their, their beef or whatever, like, when any anybody, like, got a Stone Cold center, they, like, immediately died, right? No, the fucking rock had to like flop around like a fucking fish, like every time he got a stone cold stutter, and that is an- that's another reason why the rock's fucking this shit, dude. Gotcha, funny rock shit. Dude, that deeper <laughs> thing is pretty fucking funny. Oh man, then what he did the fucking funeral for the Stone Cold. Do you remember that? He was like dearly white trash. So he just reads a eulogy about Stone Cold, just calling him white trash and yeah. all that stuff, and he like buries him. It's just. This is shit that he did. You gotta watch it. I don't remember any of the yeah. funny stuff he did. Like any of the funny lines he said in that, but I remember thinking that was funny. It's kind of like asking, like, what's your favorite Nine Inch Nails song? There's just a lot of them. Mm. But I gotta look back on a lot of that shit. Stone Cold did funny ass shit. Too. Stone Cold was like, cold. That man. thing, that what he said about the beeper, that sounds like it was mostly Stone Cold. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking funny. Like, Stone Cold's funny. Stone, it's like they work together on these. Like mm-hmm. that. That's that's what makes it gold. Like it's like a dance. You have to have a good dance partner. Like. When Stone Cold was beefing with fucking Ken Shamrock, like, like no one remembers like anything funny from that. But everybody remembers like the like the back and forth between the Rock and Stone Cold because it was such gold. Vince McMahon and Stone Cold. Oh, that's funny shit, dude. That was some funny ass shit with that. Um, On the network, have you seen that? Like a whole collection on the WWE on the WWE network. They have this like two fucking collections of like thirty clips of just their entire rivalry, like in order. Yeah. And there's this one where um. Like he's there, he's gonna be in the Stone Cold's gonna be in the Royal Rumble. And he's gonna win it pretty much, and McMahon puts himself in the Rumble so so he could stop Stone Cold from winning. 
because they're just you know they hated each other because he's slightly sunk like he said was anti-authority pretty much feuded straight with the boss and whatnot and like he's training for the royal rumble he's all buff like that's where i think that's where he revealed his buff ass physique like for the first time for that and they show him in the gym like with shane mcmahon training him <laughs> and he's just like lifting and shit and he's like come on dad do it he's like say it he's like i hate austin he's just fucking lifting weights saying i hate austin that was his fucking motivation just saying yeah, it's like a big old rocky montage like a rocky montage of this fool just lifting and drinking eggs and screaming that this is just funny shit the and funniest like, one is when he like fucking when he makes stomp- him piss himself you remember that? oh yeah like he ties him up onto into it on a chair like in the middle of the ring and this is another one where he brings out a gun. It would never get over today, but he a real, it looks like a real fucking gun points at his head in the middle of the ring. He's like in full like fucking camo and shit. He has uh, Vince McMahon tied up in a chair in the middle of the ring, and Vince McMahon sees the gun and just starts pissing himself in the ring. He puts the gun up to his head, pulls the trigger, and out like comes like one of those like toy flags that say "bang" on it. Yeah, and then fucking you just see him cry and start pissing himself and like even more so and shit. It's not that funny because you're not laughing. Not. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> These last kidding. two things. Yeah, you know what? They might not be that funny. Yeah, I, don't know I popped. Those. I don't know. That shit's been done. <laughs> Basically a Joker parody. What? Bugs Bunny, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Just the fact that they did it. It's the uh, fact that Vince McMahon pissed, pissed himself yeah, on yeah, live so. TV, dude. So are, these kids are supposed to be watching You think it was actual shit? piss? You think he just had like, I think Vince McMahon probably because that fool was like dedicated. He let at seventy years old, dude. He let like some like at seventy year old. I don't think he controls pee anymore. So. No, but at this time he's like forty five. But I'm going back to what you mentioned earlier, where he let Kevin Owens fucking headbutt him and bleed. Yeah, and like during a match, I think it was Shane and Vince and the Big Show versus DX, Shawn Michaels and um, Triple H. Triple H in a Hell in a Cell match, like the. End of the ma- and the end of the match, they pull the Big Show's pants all the way down <laughs> and stick Vince McMahon's whole face in it. Oh man! So I mean, he's down for shit like that. You know? <laughs> was, that his, was that his third homosexual experience? I don't know, man. But he was he he do some crazy shit. He yeah. fucking yeah. That's one thing like Jericho always talks about too. Yeah, he's a fucking CEO, man, doing shit like. That. Imagine some other fucking CEO of a company doing Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. But Jericho always says this, though. He'll never ask anyone to do something that he wouldn't do, which is pretty much everything. Mm. He didn't fucking do that Owen Hart thing first, though. <laughs> Die? Huh? Wait, what do you mean? Didn't Owen Hart... Did because I read... Because uh, he said, like, uh, that was, like, a story about Vince, that he would do anything yeah. first before anybody. Like, cause when Shawn Michaels came oh, out... Oh, yeah. Dude, Shawn Michaels came down like from the like the same way that Owen Hart did, but he he ziplined all the way down to the right. Yeah, yeah he ziplined all the way down, and Shawn Michaels didn't want to do it, so he um, like Vince McMahon tried it first, and then there was another recent story about something else. I forgot what it was. I don't remember. Yeah, some yeah. some other wrestlers said something too about the time Vince McMahon tried a stunt first just to so they would. Oh, you him. know what is when the Undertaker was like uh, put him <laughs> put him on that. Undertaker crucifix symbol or whatever. Like, Stone Cold's like, nope, I'm not getting up. Basically what the Undertaker did, he knocked out Stone Cold. He put him on this, like, cross-looking thing. It's basically like the Undertaker's, like, logo or whatever. Uh, put it on a chain, and the chain was supposed to, like, drag it all the way up into the middle of the arena. So you're basically on this cross in the ceiling in the middle of the arena. So think of, like, a small arena, like Rabobank or whatever. Look at the very tall rafters up there and imagine, like, this big, like, 
500 pound like metal cross you'd be on it so stone cold's like no vince i'm not doing that and if that thing breaks or whatever i'm fucking dead i'm like tied up to this cross and he goes well, i'll do it pal and gets up on it i guess before the show yeah vince is a shit he should have been president not trump <laughs> that's true he's super republican too though isn't he yeah well he fucking i think he donated money to trump like a million dollars i think that's what i read somewhere it's cool they're like best <laughs> friends well, his wife's in fucking Donald Trump's cabinet, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Melania? <clears throat> no, <laughs> fucking... I'm kidding. Dude, I was going to hate you. I don't think you're a Trump supporter. Nah. Because fucking... No, Sam I fucking hated that. I fucking hated that fucking angle, dude. That's like... I was, that was like the nail in the coffin. I was like, nah, you know what? I'm done with wrestling. What do you think about wrestling now? Dude, you know Talk what? To be honest with you, shit. I think this is like the third best era. Like, if the Attitude Era is the first best... And then, like, the golden era with, like, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage is, like, I guess the second best. I think we're in the third best era right now. Like, with the NXT stars getting over and all the New Japan stars getting over and stuff like that. I think we're in the, the next best era right now. What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing about it? AJ Styles. Dude, AJ Styles. Do you know about AJ Styles? Did you see him wrestle? Yeah. Dude, AJ Styles has been the shit for, like, 12 years, man. I'm, I'm going to say this on record. I think AJ Styles is every bit as good as Shawn Michaels, who is like... Better, dude. Yeah, maybe even better. Like, Shawn Michaels has been, like, considered, like, the greatest, like, in-ring performer. It goes, like, usually, like, Ric Flair and then Shawn Michaels or whatever. AJ Styles, to me, like, he... Like, when you watch his matches or whatever, he's never had a bad match. He's never had a boring match. Even his most boring matches are still, like, four-star matches. I don't want to say he's better than Shawn Michaels. I just want to say he's the evolution of Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Because he could do yeah. everything that Shawn could do. Yeah. And then some. Yeah, he does crazy-ass flips and shit. And then his selling is amazing. Like the Brock Lesnar AJ oh, yeah. Styles match. That was a fucking sick match. At first, I was worried because I was like, oh, shit. They're just going to beat the shit out of AJ for like fucking 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But JR said it best on his podcast. He was like, no, he Brock had to beat the shit out of him so he can make an epic comeback. Dude, that shit made me feel good. That shit made me feel good right now that... For you know AJ Styles, I've been watching that dude since he was in TNA. Like, have you ever seen him? You've seen that shit. Yeah. Um, him versus Samoa Joe versus uh, Christopher Daniels triple threat match. Fucking awesome match, dude. It's just this is really good pro wrestling. There's really no storyline to it besides these are three really good wrestlers and they're about mm-hmm. to fucking wrestle their fucking hearts out and shit. An amazing. And it was an amazing fucking match. And ever since then, I was a fucking big fan of Samoa Joe and. AJ Styles. So that's why I like wrestling in WWE right now because I never thought that would happen. I always waited for that shit to happen back then, like in 2005. Like, sick. That'd be tight to see these two dudes in WWE, you know? And that shit finally happened, what, 10, 12 fucking years later, man? And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's tight. Because well, you know, they're like positioning well, AJ Styles mostly to be like one of the top guys. He's basically the face of the company right now. He's a WWF champion. I wish they'd do it to Samoa Joe. I think they're going to lean towards that. I think they're saving AJ versus Samoa Joe. Because they've wrestled in TNA. Have you ever watched that match? from? I think it's like... Uh, I've watched it once. I think it's from like TNA something. Look, look, just look that shit up on YouTube. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles 2005. Okay. Sick fucking, sick fucking match, dude. And they should they're going to do that in WWE. That's what I'm waiting for. So with that said... With Survivor Series that just happened or whatever. What do you think they're going to do for WrestleMania? Probably. I don't know. I didn't really think about it. But after watching the show, dude, which I didn't like, by the way. Did you like it? I dug Survivor Series. I think the worst match on there was probably like the women's match. But, I mean, I was even cool with that match. I love the fucking ending. I know a lot of people hated it. 
where Braun Strowman fucked up Triple H, but I thought it was amazing. Do you know Triple H? Um, I know Triple H. Have you, um, you need to look up something called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling on okay. YouTube. Do you know who Max Landis is? Yeah. Do you know who Max Landis is? Yeah. He did Chronicle, and uh, he wrote Chronicle, I think. I don't know what other shit he did. I think he wrote American Ultra. He's just some. He's like John Landis' son, dude. That did American Werewolf, Werewolf in Paris. Paris. Uh, London. London. Yeah, that's his son, and uh, he did like this thing about Triple H. Uh, his video called "Wrestling Is Wrestling," and he pretty much just breaks down how Triple H is one of the most like consistent. Have you seen that? Did mm-hmm. you need to look that up too? Then fucking watch that shit right now. Fucking. That's pretty much how Triple H is one of the most consistent fucking characters in all of like TV history. Just like all his, like how his storyline to this fucking day just is just really consistent and it makes sense and it's like great. And that he added that too, like how the ending of Survivor Series is like super Triple H. Like it's vintage Triple H. Like this will just. We basically stabs his team in the back to fucking get himself over. And then the ultimate bad guy in that team, his name is Braun Strowman. He's like this huge ass, like, he's basically like the new version of the Big Show or whatever. He's a bad guy before the match starts. But after the end of this match, he sees it like, fuck you, Triple H. You're just an asshole trying to get yourself over, right? So he just like starts choking the shit out of fucking Triple H. And the face Triple H makes is so fucking hilarious. Because like he's going from like this like cocky, like, yeah, and I'm untouchable. Like, well, let's go celebrate in the back, Ron. To like just this scared like fucking little kid or whatever. So I, I fucking dug it, dude. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Hold on, um, I need to tell you about Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's fucking hilarious. This is another guy that I think is funny. Yeah. Um, he's just this big fucking dude. And he just yells. And he's he goes, strong. Roar! And he, the Roman Reigns, he's like the fucking new John Cena. We mentioned that, right? Yeah. And uh, they're trying to make Roman Reigns get over by beating this fucking monster heel that's beating everybody. <laughs> okay. But everyone cheats Braun. Everyone's cheering Braun Strowman instead. And the reason why they cheered Braun Strowman... Instead, is because they did this thing where fucking Braun Strowman just beat the shit out of fucking uh, Roman Reigns. And Aaron for like was, 20 minutes. For like 20 minutes. And Aaron was going to you know hate him and he was going to injure him. And this was supposed to get sympathy for Roman Reigns. This is what he does. He fucking beats the shit out of Roman Reigns. They're fucking... Um, like in the backstage. ring. They're fighting backstage. He throws them through like a fucking... Uh, like a door. wall garage door. He fucking throws them through all kinds of tables. He beats the fuck out of them to the point where they have to take him out on a stretcher. Then they cut to like some like JVC Kaboom box like commercial or whatever. Then they come back and the the ambulance has like Roman Reigns in a stretcher and they're like, okay, everybody get back. We need to rush into the hospital. And all of a sudden like Braun Strowman like busts through like all the ambulance people again. And I'm not finished with you. And then like flips over like the gurney. And, like, <laughs> over a, like he, it was a fucking where the trucks back up to. What is that called? Oh, uh, uh, like the dock. Bay the dock. Yeah. Over a, like Roman Reigns strapped into that fucking thing. He pushes him off the dock and flips it. So this will last face first on the ground. It's not. It's not. It didn't really happen. But yeah, they probably cut to like a dummy or whatever. And then yeah, so it cuts to like an, a match or whatever. And so somebody else is fighting or whatever. And then they. You know, all the backstage people, they, like the restrained Braun Strowman or whatever, like, we need to get some help. We need to get some more help. Send the fire department out here. And so, like, the match happens or whatever. And then they cut to, like, some Snickers commercial or whatever. And then they come back and they show him, like, loading, like, Roman Reigns. Again? <laughs> <laughs> to a fucking ambulance. 
And then Braun Strowman again is like busted the door. I'm like, not oh. finished with you. And he fucking flips over the fucking ambulance. Dude, dude. he picks that shit up and does that. He flips <laughs> over the fucking ambulance. He's trying to kill the guy. And everyone loved it. And they were cheering like, thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank you Braun. <laughs> it was supposed to, yeah. And then like, they had a match, an ambulance match. Yeah. And Roman Reigns literally kills the guy for revenge. He fucking, first of all, Roman Reigns wins the match. And I mean, uh, Braun Strowman wins the match. The object of the match was you get your fucking opponent inside of the fucking ambulance and you close the door, you win. And Braun Strowman does that and then he's celebrating, but fucking Roman Reigns comes out of the ambulance, beats the shot of Braun Strowman, puts him in the back. He fucking drives out and he just fucking stops and he's like looking there. Then he just puts that shit like in the parking lot in the back around the same area where that shit happened earlier. And then he fucking just backs up as fast as he can into a semi into a fucking semi truck and kills the guy. <laughs> doesn't go to jail. Doesn't go nothing. He just gets out like fuck this. Yeah. And like Kurt Angle comes out like oh fuck what's going on? And there's like all this chaos in the show and like the same thing is happening where there's a fucking match going on. And then like they're still we need to check what's going on in the back with Braun. And like the fucking truck's on fire. And then this fool walks out, dude. He just walks out of that vomiting thing, vomiting blood, and vomiting shit. blood. And he's just a beast, dude. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. And not only that, like, so before Survivor Series happened, fucking Braun Strowman's like on the Miz's team, right? And like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dies. This is like fifth time he's dying. Yeah, right fifth time fucking Braun Strowman dies, right? He's basically the Hulk. This is the character he's playing. Not Hulk Hogan, but like Hulk. <laughs> Avengers Hulk. So they fucking, the Miz, like the team that Braun Strowman's on, they basically turn on him. And throw him into a dump truck, like Super Shredder, like at the end of Ninja Turtles 1. Mm-hmm. And fucking, like, they do the whole thing where, like, the fucking truck, like, crushes, like, Braun Strowman. And On live TV, dude. I don't know how they pull it off. Because <laughs> they show him going in there, they close it, and they crush him. And they're like, yeah. Like, yeah. I killed him. <laughs> and he was on their team. Yeah. It didn't make sense. He just... Yeah. Well, no, because, I mean, they didn't like that he was going rogue, but, yeah. Because he started beating up on Kane, right? Yeah. Because Kane was being a dick. Wrestling's ridiculous at the same time. It's stupid. Even, it's Kane, even Kane's whole beginning storyline, that is the fucking greatest thing ever. Where, like, The Undertaker has a little brother that he didn't finish killing when they were kids. <laughs> Kane's alive! So Paul Bear turns on The Undertaker. So let's back up, like, 15 years. <laughs> the Undertaker's, like, a, a good guy at this point. Everybody loves The Undertaker, right? And so you, you, you don't see Paul Bear anymore. Paul Bear is gone. And all of a sudden, Paul Bear comes back. And all of a sudden, he has blonde hair and he's wearing red jackets all of a sudden. And they're like, what the fuck is this all about? Yeah. And so Paul Bear's like, I know about your past, Undertaker. And so Undertaker's like, what the fuck? And so Undertaker keeps on be- beating up people like Psycho Sid or whatever. And yeah. Paul Bear will come out and say something else. And he'll be like, I know, Kane is still alive. And the Undertaker gets this look like, what the fuck? I haven't heard that name in years. And so then Undertaker's fighting like Shawn Michaels or something like that. Hell in a Cell. At Hell in a Cell. Shawn Michaels wins, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he wins. No, he wins because Kane yeah. comes out. So anyways, Kane comes out. And I guess the story is when Undertaker and Kane were little kids, the Undertaker was a pyromaniac and their parents owned a fucking funeral parlor that <laughs> Paul Bear um, managed or yeah. whatever. And fucking the Undertaker set the funeral parlor on fire or set his brother on fire in turn setting the whole funeral parlor on fire killing the undertaker's mom dad and supposedly his little brother kane and so i guess paul bear like saved kane back in the day 
brought him back to life or whatever and trained him to be this ultimate killing machine or whatever. Yeah, but... Yeah, just wacky shit like that. And that was, I mean... When they do dumb shit, and that's what I thought they were doing, like, at the end of the Survivor series. This is dumb. They're just trying to set up, like, future stuff. Oh, yeah, because it's all... It's all... Like, we're in WrestleMania season right now, so... But, they, I mean, the, the match that I've already... They're going to do Triple H versus Kurt Angle, obviously. Oh, yeah. And do you know Kurt Angle? Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, if you... He's a fucking... Legit. I can't watch it, dude. I can't watch him wrestle. He can't move his neck. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. When he wrestles? So he's, like, wrestling... Like fucking Batman, like a GI Joe figure, yeah, like a GI Joe figure, like Batman. Like what, what, what movie couldn't he move his neck in? Like all of them besides the Dark Knight. I think <laughs> yeah, the Dark Knight finally when he was able to do that. But he was just you know he, that's how he wrestles now. He has no knees and he has no neck and he has that look on his face like <laughs> from all the fucking pills and booze. You know it's just sad. And that's another reason why I didn't like the show because I was just depressed watching Kurt Angle fucking stumble out there beyond the. Be on the verge of death at any second. I mean, he's going to wrestle Triple H. That's one thing I know they're going to do for sure. For oh, yeah. But I think they're going to do Braun Strowman versus fucking Triple H at Royal Rumble. You think so? That's what I think they're setting up right there. Because Triple H has got to have one warm-up match, one warm-up feud before they get to fucking uh, WrestleMania. Which is, this is all setting up. Because right now, we're in WrestleMania season right now. Who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Dude, that's a good-ass question. I'm hoping Finn Balor. Because I want it to be Finn versus fucking Brock at the Royal uh, WrestleMania, dude. That's not what's going on. No, it's not. That's what I want, but I have no idea what they're doing right now. Because apparently they were going to do Finn Balor versus fucking Rocket Royal Rumble. You know who's going to win it, right? Probably Roman Reigns. That's so stupid. Because they'll probably. This is like the fifth year in the row they've been trying to get this bull over. So, damn. Yeah. Yeah, like because Vince McMahon doesn't care that the fans don't like Roman Reigns. Because right. that's like another thing that sucks about wrestling right now is that pretty much Vince McMahon wants to do he wants he wants Hulk Hogan still mm-hmm. because he, that's what he knows works so he wants a Hulk Hogan type character to be the fucking star but the fans hate him because they know that's what's happening but it's just the people like us you know mm-hmm. the which are the loyal ones honestly that keep coming back we fucking hate that shit yeah but the kids still love him kids cheer him and whatnot the women cheer for him so yeah that's why he's the shit and yeah that's why he's the face of the company because he sells toys, he sells shirts that moms buy. So it's basically whatever the mom and children. Oh yeah, what I was saying. Um, they've tried to get him like people to cheer for him. Like he was supposed to the one WrestleMania he went to that was supposed to be well, it was the match was Brock Lesnar Brock, versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, but people fucking hated that shit because Daniel O'Brien didn't win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. They wanted him to wrestle Brock Lesnar because that was the guy that the mm-hmm. fans wanted. That was the Stone Cold. That was the CM Punk. You know the. The person that the fans loved was the fan, this, favorite. the fan favorite was Daniel Bryan. Dude, he was getting cheers like crazy. Yeah. But WWE didn't want him because he's small. He's not the fucking guy that's going to sell toys. He doesn't look like Hulk Hogan, basically. Yeah, even though the kids loved him, too. I saw a bunch of kids with fucking oh, yeah. Yes Daniel Bryan shirts and shit. So they fucking, for the past like three years, they've been trying to get everyone to fucking love Roman Reigns at the end of WrestleMania, but it hasn't worked. If they've been fucking booing the shit out of him. Like, even then, when he was supposed to, WrestleMania he went to, Roman Reigns was supposed to win that, but they changed it because of the whole Daniel Bryan situation and Seth Rollins won mm-hmm. with the Money in the Bank thing. Like, you know, we talked about that. Money yeah, in the, bank the contract. Earlier, that he came in and cashed in and inserted, and inserted himself at the end of the match when they were already fucked up and uh, won by chicken shit heel stuff. Yeah. Well, just like Edge. 
And everybody cheered it because yeah. everybody wants the bad guy right now. And then when he wrestled uh, <laughs> Triple H. And that was the most boring yeah. main event of all time, dude. That was a boring fucking match. And there was like 100,000 people just booing the shit out of Roman Reigns. Because everyone knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns was going to win. There was going to be fucking fireworks. Everybody loved Roman Reigns, but not everyone booed the fuck out of him. It's basically the best way to ro- wrap up Roman Reigns. And I have no real problem with him, per se. Because he's actually a good in-ring wrestler. Like He's, he's not great. Bad. He's not bad at all. Like I enjoy watching his matches when he fights... When he fought uh, AJ Styles, like that was a fucking five star classic match. That's a Dave certified Dave Meltzer five star six star match. I thought it was, and the the problem with him is is the things that you said you don't like about The Rock, like they're they're related, they're blood related, and he has all those same qualities, but he doesn't have that extra thing that The Rock has. That certain thing that we can't even put into words why we like The Rock. He doesn't have that it factor to him. He does. It's just they don't let him use it. Because they, they should just let him be that asshole rock, you know, the jock. Mm-hmm. But they don't want him to be a bad guy first because they want him to already be the good guy. Because he already is the good guy, you know? And that's what I think they're fucking up is, is because you can't get over... They don't want the kids to hate him. Yeah, you can't, you, can't, you can't love somebody in wrestling until you hate him first. Undertaker is probably... Yeah. He went the opposite route. See, and that's why Vince McMahon keeps trying that formula because it works so well. With Hogan, and it made him mm-hmm. what it, the company what it was. But you so. look at everybody else, like Macho, you go with what works. Yeah, Macho Man. But the antithesis is like okay, everybody. You go to Macho Man, Undertaker, um, fucking uh, DX, all these like big names or whatever in wrestling. Shawn Michaels. They all, all were bad guys first. You hated them at first, and then you just learned to love them. And they stay that bad guy person. It's just they stop doing bad guy shit. Yeah. And that's how you get over it. even Stone Cold. No, like even Stone Cold when he was getting cheered, he was still doing bad guy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like even I don't know. Like, but the thing is, wrestling nowadays, it's not even like I guess I think I've read heard them say that there's no good guys or bad guys anymore. Because like that thing that I mentioned with Roman Reigns killing Braun Strowman, that was like a heel ass thing. It was a bad guy <laughs> thing. He fucking yeah. killed the guy. Yeah. On live television, That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it was tight. You should, it's good. But it was you look good overseas, though. Okay, let's talk about because I felt like we spent like an hour talking about WWF. Look at overseas. Like the biggest one, it the biggest group is the fucking uh, Bullet Club. They're basically fucking bad guys. The Young Bucks are bad guys. They're just they're but, trying to be NWO and DX at the same time. But yeah, they get they're so over because they do all that shit that we love. Do you remember when we were, uh, I think I came over like two years ago to watch WrestleMania Kingdom? Oh, Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. Wrestle, WrestleMania Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> the Japan version of fucking WrestleMania. Yeah. Kenny Omega wrestled, and I was like, that dude's a future star. Yeah. Kushida, when he fought Kushida. Yeah. And that fool became the fucking best fucking wrestler in the world now. So right now, there's this guy named Kenny Omega. He's a leader of the Bullet Club right now. Mm-hmm. If you look at all the leaders of the Bullet Club. Finn Balor, Prince Devitt was first. He created it. Yeah, and now he's in the WWF. He, he the was demon. A, he's like a demon yeah. and shit. So now he's in the WWF. AJ Styles, the guy we were talking about, he took over as a leader as a Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Now he's in the WWF. This new next guy, Kenny Omega, he's even more over in Japan than either one of these two were. And he's saying, fuck that. I don't even want to go to WWF because I'm more over here than I know I will be over in WWF. Or WWE, I should say. Mm-hmm. That makes me like wrestling more nowadays. I, honestly, dude, I, don't, I only watch like the pay-per-views. And then I'll check out. I try to check out NXT weekly mm-hmm. because they got some good shit on there. 
but the fact that he's saying that and that New Japan's taking off, like they did those L- those fucking LA shows and whatnot, it's like coming back where the WWF is having some major competition. And then the indies, too, like that whole territory stuff that Vince McMahon, like, fucking destroyed, it's coming back mm-hmm. because people, because of the internet. Yeah, you got Lucha Underground, yeah. which is tight as shit. So wrestlers are fucking like, Ring we don't honor. fucking need to be in WWE. We can, we have the internet and we can go be ourselves outside and make good money selling our merch yeah. and, you know, making a fucking name for ourselves instead of being under this fucking corporate umbrella. And it's making wrestling really good, especially, and it's this Kenny Omega guy that's fucking leading the charge. With the Young Bucks, too. With the Young Bucks, too. They're fucking merchandise fucking geniuses. WWE want... Yeah, because they fucking struck their own deal, independent deal with fucking Hot, Hot Topic. Topic. Number one selling wrestling shirt on there. WWE shirts are there. That's where I get my WWE fucking... I'm not wearing one. My <laughs> WWE shirts from Hot Topic. And, like, they're fucking independent just because they got popular online. They have the number one fucking selling wrestling shirt on Hot Topic. And that's fucking huge, man, for wrestling. You know, it's getting really mainstream. Maybe not mainstream, but it's getting it's getting to a point where fucking WWE is going to be like, oh, fuck, we need to actually try a little harder and try to see what these fans want to see. And that's when WWF is at its... Or WWE, I don't know. That's, I why, that's why I think AJ Styles champ. Yeah. You know? Because he came from that. Yeah, he came from that fucking And that, that's when they're at their best, WWE, is when they have competition. I think that whole period where I said I didn't watch it for a long time yeah. is like when they cannibalized everybody and they just did whatever Vince McMahon wanted, which ultimately wasn't what the fans wanted. And it's be- they work best when they have competition. The best era of all time is when WCW was basically almost putting them out of business. And fucking, like, a big fucking thing that's happening that's like a sign of, the, oh shit, this is getting fucking real. Fucking Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. He's going to fucking Japan. Like, he's been WWE. He's even said, like, I'll never wrestle anywhere else but WWE. But he fucking... He's going to fight Kenny Omega. He's going to go wrestle Kenny Omega in fucking Japan. That's fucking... It's pretty crazy. At their wrestling. Like, in this fucking time in wrestling, like... Yeah. Like, that... That's crazy right now. Like, that shit, that shit... This is like... That wouldn't happen 10 years ago, even 20 years ago. Like, this shit's just like... It'd be like if Tom Brady said, I'm leaving the Patriots and I'm going to go play for this independent fucking league or whatever and play at their Super Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah right. it'd be like that. Like, that's how big that is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean... To me, Chris Jericho, after, like, okay, the Rock and Stone Cold, obviously, he's number three. I'd put him above Triple H as far as, like, from the Attitude Era. Probably, like, the third best worker from that era. No, Mankind. No, I'd put him above Mankind. I'd put him above Mankind. Would you put Ahmed Johnson? Ahmed Johnson. All right, so he's at the top. Yeah, he'd be right about <laughs> right Clearly at the top. Number one is the fucking Duke the Dumpster Dross. Dude, that would come out with a fucking dumpster. Do you remember Adam Bomb? I yeah, didn't he wear like a singlet? Yeah, he wore a singlet. Fire. And it had like that mushroom cloud like on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked like a big dick on his fucking There was butt. a time in WWE, like when it was getting lame, when WCW was coming up, where everyone had an occupation. And there was you know? literally like a guy that came into the ring as a uh, fucking garbage man. There was a garbage man, there was a repo <laughs> man, there was a thief, there was a race car driver, there was a there was a goon. A hockey, a hockey player. Hockey the goon. Player. The goon. The godly gooker. There was a turkey. Yeah. There was Mantar. You remember that shit? Yeah, just a dude with a fucking... Buffalo head. Buffalo head. That's pretty cool. He had a man body, but then he had like the like the Buffalo Bills logo as like a helmet. Oh. Oh, I thought he had like a buffalo's head on his head. No, it was actual buffalo head. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. What happened to that guy? He just wrestled once. And oh. then they realized that that was fucking stupid. 
Oh, but the best fucking worst gimmick was fucking Shockmaster. It was basically like a like a bedazzled fucking stormtrooper mask uh-huh. under this like this. <laughs> Bring the that shit up, dude. Shockmaster. talking. It's basically okay. Imagine like the like the net like the net like. Remember, okay, Roseanne's husband yeah. in that show. Okay, imagine him without a shirt on, with a stormtrooper's hat, with just like all bedazzled and shit. That was Pretty the random. Shock, that's the Shockmaster, dude. I hope you think this is funny. His fucking helmet comes up. Dub his voice? Come and get me. Come after me. You can hear the guy trying not to laugh. Do you hear the guy do the voice trying not to laugh? This is so funny, dude. This is why we love wrestling, fool. Ric Flair. Oh, God. He fell on his fucking ass. This is the British Bulldog. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't give a damn who you are. You're going to have my money. You're going to have my money. And we're going to have my money. Shout out to Lamb. So bad. Yeah. See, this is why this shit is genius, fool, because, like... See, I can see why people were like, Shockmaster, but I keep going back to the... I still don't understand The Rock. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I like him anymore. Either. Shockmaster? Fuck, I think you convinced us. We both yeah, hate The Rock. Same, man. Shockmaster's pretty sick. Dude, does the Shockmaster have a fucking pro wrestling t-shirt? Maybe, um, but I, Shockmaster's someone famous, dude, that we know. It's it's like Dusty Rhodes' is like brother or something. No, he's... Yeah, but he's an actual wrestler. Shit, I gotta look him up. <laughs> This tugboat or earthquake? Oh, it's him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so check out this guy, too. Like, Yeah, I've seen tugboat. They used to sell him a Target. Yeah, like, that. this guy was that's like a, the Shockmaster. A fucking sailor and shit. Oh, that's Shockmaster? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrestling's tight. Yeah. So I don't know if I convince you or anybody in our audience to watch wrestling yet, but... The fucking I'm sold. The fucking uh, presidents, though. WWE Hall of Famers, so... Start from there. Snoop yeah. Dogg's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody that has meant anything from pop culture has a, their fucking hand in wrestling. Anything that we like, I feel like they had their hand in wrestling. Arnold, somehow. Arnold, yeah. Um, Andy Kaufman. 
Yeah. Uh, have you guys watched that shit? Dude, no. we were just talking about that. Yeah, you watched it? Yeah, the, the documentary with Jim Carrey or whatever. Oh, fuck Jim Carrey. No, yeah, but the Jim Carrey like yeah. fucking documentary about him becoming. Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, that shit. Like I just watched it before you guys came here. Yeah, so I say fuck Jim Carrey. He's fucking, he's so bad. If it was someone needs to like call him out on his shit, like just rip on him, like when he's talking, like what the fuck are you saying, stupid? Like get your fucking head out of there. space or whatever. Yeah, go love your kids if you have any. Do something. Yeah. You think he has like three of them? Yeah, like do that. Man. I need to watch a documentary now. Yeah, I, I it's a good, it. fucking great documentary, but it's just towards the end, Jim Carrey kind of gets like he's being too existential and too. Yeah. He's, he's just you feel bad for the cast because basically it's them following him around when he was filming The Man on the Moon when he's becoming Andy Kaufman, and he never broke character. Even like behind the scenes, like the director's like ready to pull his hair out. He's like, yeah. I need to talk to Jim. I don't need to talk to Andy Kaufman or whoever. Who was the other guy? The um, Tony. Tony, Tony, uh, Tony Clifton, Tony Clifton, yeah. Like he was staying character even through like makeup and like catering and stuff like that. He would just stay in these characters, just being an asshole. And like you could just tell, like the director, he's like ready to cry. He's just like, I, I just need to talk to Jim. Okay, can can Jim and I have like dinner today to like talk about like the next scene? I don't know. You'll have to talk to him. And like he was just being an asshole, but yeah. yeah. You should watch. You guys should listen to um, Dinner with the King. Uh, Jerry Lawler's podcast oh, like uh, go back to like towards the beginning he does like five episodes on Andy Kaufman it's good oh, wow. stuff the after I watched the documentary because I used to be into the Andy Kaufman and when that movie came out I was into that movie and then what do you think about that movie by the way Man on the Moon yeah I love that movie it's one of my favorite movies I, I thought big, it was very underrated yeah I was a big Kaufman fan because mm. of all his wrestling shit and then from the movie too you know? that's another thing too like Andy Kaufman yeah, he was a genius. All he, Andy Kaufman, he just wanted to be a pro wrestler. That was his whole shtick. He was just working the people. Mm-hmm. He was just everything he was doing. He was just doing pro wrestling. Even that whole angle, it didn't even come out till like the last like couple years that him and Jerry Lawler put that whole angle together. Like they never really hated each other. I feel like it got revealed in the movie. You know, I think that's what it finally got revealed. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen the movie, but I remember like listening. Well, have you watched? Well, the movie they show him in the end, like they're getting the like the TV executives talking to him, like you guys need to calm this shit down, and they're like in there together, like saying, "No, dude, we're just faking." Yeah, like in the movie. Yeah. Okay, it's been. I was like five when I saw that movie. So, Man on the Moon. Okay, like thirteen. It was like ninety nine, dude. Yeah, thirteen. 13 yeah. yeah. Anyways, do you have anything else? No. Um, you want to plug your podcast? Oh yeah, Frank and Mallory talk shit. We haven't really recorded anything because we don't have a. Our fucking, we have a mic where uh, it's a real mic. <laughs> you have, like, You're a, trying to say that my mic's not real? No, your shit's real. It's a real, like, fucking, uh, like, you can you can hook it up to an amp. Too. Okay. Oh. You have, we have, like, a little adapter. We didn't fucking buy it. We borrowed it. <laughs> <laughs> you have an adapter. You connect it to that, and then that adapter goes to the, you know, the USB. And I think my daughter, our daughter, put their fucking mouth on the USB thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like a while back, and we didn't even realize, so we can't really, we haven't really recorded. We're trying to do it on the laptop, but we have a shitty laptop, but we'll be back. Back soon. Frank and Melly talk shit on Instagram, too. I haven't posted anything on that either, but I will soon. <laughs> we'll soon. Well, with that said, everybody, it's stressful, it's stressful times. Holidays are coming. Good night. Good night, y'all.
Leaving Sacramento Sacramento, there I go Leaving Sacramento Sacramento, there I go They got some fat ass women there And rock is gonna just say no <laughs> What a song, just say no Well, I might take a plane I might take a train How do you people live here? You must be insane I'm leaving Sacramento Sacramento, I won't stay Check this out, check this out. Check it out. But I'll be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. <laughs> I'll be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. Man, that's number one with a bullet. <laughs> oh, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Austin Jealous. Wait a minute. Hey, hey. Don't get mad at The Rock because The Rock's good friend Shaquille O'Neal called him the Sacramento Queens now. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, we gotta move this show along. We might be running out of time. Hold on. Austin, Austin. That was for you. I'll tell you what. If, Austin, if, if, if you can see The Rock, you can hear The Rock. The Rock's got a special song, Austin, just for you. 